That was pretty good. I uh, like how you uh, took that over as I oh, called. you didn't know? I called that like in ring. In ring, in dude. Ring. Just open. call it in the ring. It's all, it's all he told me today for this prep. He yeah, just like, took open. me aside and he was like, hey, kid, I know you're just a rookie and stuff. You know, you just kind of get new in this podcasting game, but uh, just gotta, we're just going to call it in the ring. No, nah, dude, you're just going to call it in the ring, bud. You're like more of a vet so, than so I am, man. Because technically under your belt. Randy Orton. Under your belt, you have like I was what? Born this way. Well, <laughs> don't like, shake my hand. Don't if shake. You, want. you know, true I story. I met Randy Orton. He's actually a really nice guy. Really? Yeah. Because I, I just watched, you know, the internet only trust everything. Oh, with a huge grain of salt. When he's drunk, yeah. He's... But even on that, I just watched the uh, Evolution, uh, Ruthless Aggression era thing on network. Network. Okay. And they talked a lot about like. Oh, he was kind of a dick. Well, I mean, he yeah, was to them. Because he was a dick. And like... Yeah, he was to he them. He's pretty mean to fans. He doesn't like fans very well, much. But fair, he was talking he was to me like okay. He fucking two, right? No, yeah. He was a young kid, man. <laughs> he was young he's, as hell. Exactly. I'd be an arrogant fucking prick, too, if right. I was like this third generation star yeah. with good looks, Making good physique. Money. Everything came naturally to him. Like, yeah, I'd, I'd be feeling myself, too. So I get it, Randy. And I fucking love you. <laughs> one of my favorite heels. So it wasn't much interaction, but it wasn't like negative interaction either. But I, I would like it's funny that like since he's a heel in the character and like uh, in in his character, I look at it a different way than when like somebody like Hulk Hogan, who's been a constant babyface, does something really out of pocket out in real life. You know, Randy, I I'm just like yeah, he's a fucking heel. <laughs> of course he's gonna of course he's gonna say the N word when he's playing video games with somebody. But if Hulk Hogan, who pretends to say his prayers, eat his fucking vitamins, <laughs> and all that shit, when he starts being all racist, I'm just like, I'm cutting ties with you, bro. You're no longer my <laughs> childhood hero. <laughs> um, so we we didn't really introduce him, and I guess the story ain't that important since <laughs> Logan was like, "Fuck your your meeting Randy Orton. No one cares." Um, so Wait, you met Randy Orton? Yeah. <laughs> And so here we have Nerd King who really can't see me because I'm behind a monitor. But what's up, guy? Yo, what's good with you, half fight man? I see your your forehead. I see your forehead and your hat. Hell yeah! That's all I see. If I pull my hat all the way down, I actually got bear ears. Oh shit! Oh, I do see. Oh, that's dope as shit. Okay. But you know, I'm way too fucking old to be trying to wear bear. So I'm gonna wear this like a like a. Rasta hat. This is not like a Care Bear hat. That would be yeah. a little weird. Oh, man. Really weird. <laughs> but the bear, that's kind of cool. And then it like goes over your face like a luchador. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Cut out the eyes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It actually do have a... Start rapping with that shit. Oh, you already got a face hole. Oh. It does. Dope. That's cool. Like I said, I'm just wearing it like it's a weed hat. Because, you know... <laughs> I don't, you know, so I got locks, but I don't want to show them. So, fucking... You don't get cold with the uh, little mouth? 
mouthpiece huh? like that? You don't get cold with the mouthpiece open like that? No, not really. It's just a big old hole, huh? It's not like the no over the nose. Or... I could put I could put it over my nose oh, if I yeah. wanted to, but you know, hell, I barely wear this hat. I just wore it because couldn't it. find my other hat. Side. <laughs> it was laying Fair around. Enough. Yeah, like ah, let me put this hat on. Fuck it, it's Fair right enough. there. <laughs> so as I uh, pack this instrument here, um, we don't really got a script. Well, we I, always go full in. Yeah, some people are thrown off by our interview style because there's no interview. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's just I call it a chill interview. We're, we're more chilling. Yeah. But it's we do ask questions from here and there. Yeah. <laughs> in in this case, we're just gonna talk. Uh, we watched a little A and W. A N W A E W. We ate a little A and W. Whoa. We watched a little bit of root beer wrestling. Yeah. No, AEW. I feel like I, I don't know. Have you ever done that where you like said it correctly, but then you're like, I felt like I said this wrong. Yeah. I felt like I said, anyway, nonetheless. AEW. I want to try to call your name. <laughs> I know it's cow, half pine Adams. Uh, or in Walter's case, cow. Cow. That dude's great. Oh, that dude had me crying. <laughs> um, we also talk some news and rumors and also get your uh, thoughts and opinions on that as well. Um, and whatever else. Oh, Kyle bought me Booker T, dude. Yeah. Booker T added to my collection now. Yeah. Thank you, bro. Can you Can dig you it? Dig that. Sucker. Sucker. Yeah, you wanted me to hand you a knife, and I'm like, what for? I was about to kill you and take the rest of your wrestlers too. Oh no! I wow. open them all up one I'm by one. Opening this guy and I'm gonna let him breathe. What would as soon you? As soon as I get home. It... <laughs> is there? He's gonna look nice with my collection. Is there ball. any of like any of them you would keep in a box or would you open all of them? So I was telling uh, Angelo here on the on the way on the way here that like I had some in the box right away. I kept. It was back when I, it was like right when I was getting into the whole collecting again. Okay. And I was like, well, I know I'm not going to play with them, so I should just keep them in the box because hmm. they are worth more money that way. That's what I'm saying. But then I had this epiphany where I'm like, do I want to be that collector guy that's going to live life like he's storm for the future like that when you know you're not going to sell any of these fucking dudes? They're <laughs> always going to be stuck. You're never going to want to really let them go. At least that's me. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to open these boxes carefully that if way if I ever do want to sell them, I can put them back in the box and sell them for a significantly cheaper price than all those fucking $60 Legends packs unopened type stuff that you find on the internet. And I got some pretty or cool Kyle's house. ones. So. No, I don't have any Legends or anything cool like that yet. But the but boxes look too awkward when I was trying to do like a collection on my shelf to where I got the Lucy's and I got the boxes. It just felt really weird. So I'm like, yeah. fuck it. Just open those bitches out, pry them out, and put them in the collection, man. That's let the them worst. Breathe. No, I have what? Three? Live and let live. I have three to my name now. Can't live your life in a box. Well, four. <laughs> I don't know. Ask you live in Morgan. a box. I don't know. We got to ask Liv Morgan that. <laughs> right. Liv, have you ever lived in a box? Probably. You know. Her character's in a fucking box. Man. What they could have made her the fiend's girlfriend. They could have definitely made her How sister cool would that have been? They definitely could have made her sister Abigail. Or like just like a Harley Quinn looking. I know Alexa kind of looks like Harley Quinn. But they could have really made her like the Harley Quinn to his Joker. Yeah. Definitely. That's be, be, what they needed, man. She would have ripped up the women's division. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, they definitely. That can she been... work like that, though? That's a big push. Like, can she work like that? 
I don't know. She's really hot. <laughs> I can see the potential in her. When I saw her in Riot Squad, I'm like, she should be the one that's getting pu- getting the push. Whose uh, girlfriend is that? Oh, personality to her at least. Huh? Who, Who is she dating? I think she's single. Liv? For what I yeah. For what my, she used to date uh, Enzo Amore. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's who it was. But Enzo, like guy in the room. But yeah. Hey Google, Camilla did. Hey Google, who is Liv Morgan dating? Oh fuck. Hey Google, <laughs> who is Liv Morgan dating? Sorry, I don't know about Liv Morgan's relationship status. Damn. That's how, you know, that's how you know if she's not famous yet. She's not yeah. famous enough. Yeah. Gotta live. <laughs> I don't meddle in people's yeah. affairs. Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I, my name's Google. Fuck I'm not nosy. Is, Kyle. I'm not nosy, stupid. Like, real shit, why did it just sound like Google Ooh. just hit you with, man, your business, damn. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Give you lip. Hey, Google. I don't know. Fucking Google I'll it. fuck you up. <laughs> damn. Oh, I don't hear no response from Google right there. Yep, she's reporting me right now. Death oh. threat. Death threat. Death threat. St. Paul PD. Yep. <laughs> Probably heard it, but didn't hear it. Anyway, so, um, have you been watching Raw, SmackDown, anything? Oh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a wrestling head, man. I'm like you guys. It's so, you know, I, I don't You've have... You've been staying current, though? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Good. You know. So I've been falling a little off the wagon with uh, Raw, SmackDown, but AEW's pretty steady. <laughs> Partly because I'm always over here doing the show. Yeah, <laughs> we always watch it on yeah on Wednesdays. Yo, I, I really had a good time tonight. You know, I don't really find too many, you know, saying wrestling uh, fans like myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That really like to like sit down and really enjoy the show. Yeah. So I really enjoyed myself with you guys tonight. Hell yeah, man. Watching AEW. You know, I usually be trying to keep up on the uh, NXT situation. But, uh, ooh, nice catch. I think it. <laughs> But uh, shit, you know, I, I try to stay in tune with both. But uh, you, yeah, it was really great tonight. Tonight was pretty, pretty it's cool good ass episode. But yeah, what what's been going on in Raw though? Uh, I haven't really been. I watched the ups and downs. That's all I've been kind of chiming in on. Do you know what they've been, been saying then? Because I, I mean, I haven't really been watching WWE. Well, uh, if we can go back for uh, to uh, this past Monday, we had. Randy Orton come out and try to explain himself with the Kevin Owens situation. Or not Kevin Owens, but the Edge situation. Oop, hang on, I'm going to pause it right now. But Edge and Randy. Yeah, my bad. I had to pause Edge it quick. Technical difficulty. Edge, oh. <laughs> Edge and Randy Orton. So, yeah, Orton comes down to the ring, and we're still waiting to hear the explanation. He don't give a shit. And then we get Kevin Owens comes down because, you know, we are in Canada. You know, shout out to Canada. Canada mm. pop. <laughs> right. So, yeah, you know. Um, I'm from Montreal. They're, they're chanting, you know, for Edge as always because obviously we're in Canada. And um, Kevin Owens. Wow, that's all it takes. Right, you know, <laughs> just, Edge, yes. It's like we cheered, cheered for every American in America. And, and leave it and just leave it to Vince McMahon to bring out the second favorite Canadian. <laughs> yeah, right. Kevin, he's also Canadian. Well, he is over with the fans. Come on out, Kevin. <laughs> they would have brought Matt Hardy out again. They would have cheered for him because he's not from Canada. Right. So, uh, basically, <laughs> that turned into a one-on-one match for uh, the main event. Um, Why did they always do that same fucking every story? fucking time. They start off with this promo, and it sets up the match at the end. They act like they can't just book a match beforehand. 
That's because Vince and McMahon. It work. They always got to be like, no, we got to tell the story right at the beginning of the show to explain it real quick. <coughs> you know why we're in this match together. <coughs> that's because that's because the creatives just don't know what the fuck they they want to do. I think it's a so it's it's, it's part way that, but it's also. The stranglehold Vince has in the company. Yeah, I think it'd be a nightmare to be like I. That's one of my dreams to be a writer for that show, but probably more AEW if they mm-hmm. had writers or just people that would like help guide the storylines. Obviously, I don't want to. I wouldn't want to give anybody scripted promos unless mm-hmm. they wanted me to give them a scripted promo. Exactly that kind of style. But any idea you would have in these board meetings would have to be approved by one person. Yeah. And he and would. If he cost, don't like it, he he's been notorious for ripping up scripts right before the show. Right. I couldn't work in those conditions to be like, I'm sweating out here trying to figure this out, and everything's being rejected and, and revised and everything, and then you just rip it up at the end after like 20 revisions to the storyline because we didn't know what the fuck we we're gonna do. Right. And you weren't. You were indecisive. And so then he just he just pulls them out in the fly, and it's like, you're gonna make me work that much. For nothing. For nothing. For nothing. Just to rip just, it up my just, face. Just for you to say. It's like if like I was with a record label and they're making me work for this album and I get it out right before the release date mm-hmm. and then they just burn them all. <laughs> it's the same shit. Yeah, this is like, shit. Fuck get you, rid of it. Man. I've been slaving over this shit. Exactly. exactly. Oh, man. So uh, later on, in the, uh, well, obviously uh, we got um, Seth Rollins, the Monday night. Messiah. That's anti or that religious. Is, that is sacrilege. Fantastic. That's what it's called. Fantastic. That is fantastic. You know already know that Vince McMahon is a non-religious motherfucker. So the Monday. Oh night, yeah. You know he couldn't he wait fixed, to yeah, use he that. Face God, bro. Yeah. yeah. he yeah he did. Shawn Michaels and God versus Shane McMahon. And he Vince. knew if he was religious, he'd start getting a conscious. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't want to feel all these feelings. I don't want to feel the I Holy didn't want Ghost tonight. On the money. <laughs> God damn it! And so, uh, you know, basically they tried to jump Kevin Owens, obviously. Um, so let me see what else happened. We got Aleister Black versus um, Rowan, and the fucking cage. Oh, I we got still it. Still don't. We still don't know. I was gonna ask about know. that. Still don't There's know. There's a theory out there. There's a theory that Whoa. it could be Al Snow's head. Whoa. You know, we did ask for head. That'd be cool. We did ask for head. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And then Al Snow would come out of there. Right. What does everybody want? Head. Hey, he's pretty tight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He he's is. pretty fit. Yeah, he got a bunch of beer. He He's pretty fit. I was going to say, wasn't he really drunk? <laughs> yeah. He took, he took a crap load and he asked for more. Um, I got results right here, actually. So... You was right on with that. It opened up with uh, Orton and Owens, and uh, basically he was talking about how he's doing with uh, AOP and whatnot, blah, blah, blah. Uh, then we go to Angel Garza mm-hmm. with Selena like Vega. Dude. By the way, let me say, not to cut you off, bro, but that Angel Garza versus uh, Humberto Carrillo. Uh, Car- Carrillo that a good match? Was really, really great. Was really really good, dope. I I just hate the fact that they're really really trying to push Humberto. They I don't even have just... a character for him yet. Don't give him the big push. Like, let him find himself <laughs> in his character. Like, 
Just by being more like he's new to the show, so I was like, just kind of Indeed. let him work into it. Why they like these pushes get stuck that in work. a headstand here, and they're like slapping each other as they're on each other's head. What? Like, yeah, look at this here. And, like, and, and not dope. to mention, not to mention, that's I, innovative. That's I like the new. I like uh, Angel Garza too. Uh, really great in the ring. Uh, I, I I feel like he could, you know, what I'm saying uh, work on his mic skills a little bit, but really great in the ring. Very fast, very agile. That dude can fly. Did they just mm. call him up right away? But does he still do NXT events? He still do NXT so and 205. Let him get an identity first in one Exactly. Like he and, just and, came. He was just on the come up in NXT. And, and this might be too early to call, but I really believe that WWE is trying to give him the lie, cheat, and steal character. Garza? They're trying, trying to, to make him, a knockoff Eddie Guerrero. They're, Eddie Guerrero they're trying to make. They're or? trying to get the lie. He, they're trying to find the correct person to give that lie, cheat, and steal character to. And Angel Garza, honestly, is the best person. It's the best person. Not even Andrade can. Not even Andrade can pull that off because yeah. Andrade is full. He's straight from Mexico. Yeah. And so all he knows is you know Mexican, but Angel Garza is from the United States. So. Having that, you know what I'm saying, having that little bit of that United States attitude, you know what I'm saying, he already got the Playboy shit, Latino heat. Just having English as your, like, first language, I would assume. And that... Or and maybe he was bilingual from the get, I don't know. Yeah. But still having, like, basically just being as fluent as one language oh. as the other. Yeah. Boom, you got like, it, man. Like, real shit. Like, like that a helps second. a lot. So it's, done, it's like you can feel more when you can articulate yourself better. You know? Exactly. You like a second generation... Second, uh, second generation Eddie Guerrero without this generation part. God, Eddie was the best, dude. Man, he was. I you, wouldn't oh, put him at number one, but he was. God, he was, he was one he of was the best. The, he was the best, man. He was the best. He, best is, technical he, wrestler, best one? luchador, the best speed. God, he could play a face just as well as a heel. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. Dude, he, you gotta, yeah. you gotta have a DNA for that. You gotta have, you gotta mm -hmm. have the right DNA for that. And there's wrestlers. Today and in the past that have the DNA for it and just man, fantastic. But my bad, Pint. I just had to I had to get that out there real quick. Oh, like, definitely, man. Yeah, I had to. We'll get sidetracked for that shit because Eddie's the shit. I have a I have a DVD. It's a case of uh, Eddie Guerrero's best matches and stuff. It's like a documentary about him and stuff. Oh man. It's pretty cool. It's like a three disker. That's the one where I saw uh Rey Mysterio in that purple getup. Yeah. And they did that crazy <coughs> move off the fucking top rope, the, like a DDT thing. Yeah, I don't even know. It was, it was a insane. moonsault. It was a moon. I know exactly what you do. Yeah. Springboard. He did a off springboard the off the second, off the second rope, back to the third rope. Yeah. And then did a moonsault into a tornado DDT. It was beautiful. Fucking insane. It was beautiful. It was so Man. fluent. And then the corkscrew moonsault uh, dive that he did in that match. The, the finish, yeah, the end there, oh too. Oh, my God, God dude. damn, dude. Oh, my God, dude. man. That was such a good match. And man. I found that on the disc. Cause I, I mean, I I think I watched it when I was a kid, but I didn't remember it until I watched it on that DVD. Yeah. And it was, like, one of the first matches, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what a hidden gem. Dude. Dude, man. man. <laughs> on this DVD I bought in New Mexico. Man. On my way back from Arizona at a gas station. Wow. Clutch find. I love How much? <laughs> Three dollars. Wow, man! About WrestleMania three with it. <laughs> Jeff Hardy and Shawn Michaels double pack. I had to do it because that's like my old school favorite wrestler and my new school favorite wrestler when I was in that ruthless aggression era. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, ruthless. So. 
Aggression. My song, Ruthless Aggression, that's not quite out yet, but the intro is going to have Vince McMahon doing that speech. Oh, Already got man. it chopped up and everything. Oh, yeah. Adds to oh, it. Yeah. yeah, Ruthless Aggression. Man, that man can put some anger into Who's going to reach for the stars like they never had before? <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to ride that brass ring? <laughs> he love that brass ring, don't he? That man got like 15,000. Because that brass ring is around his dick. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tip on me, please. It's a, it's a, co- it's a cock ring. It's a brass cock ring. Man, oh, man. John Cena. Who's going to grab that ring? John Cena. Who's going to grab that ring? So long, didn't he? He was babysitting that motherfucker. <laughs> Daddy, don't leave me. <laughs> I'll do um, what you want. You can't. Let me be fucking champ. You can't see me. You can't Please. see me. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to see himself. See the cum coming in his face. Oh, God. I went, I went too gross. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it happened. It happened. Yeah, good God. It happened. Yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or just like that, Cena. Just like that. Just like that, Cena. Just like that. Now kiss my ass. What is this <laughs> WWE chamber thing? The Elimination Chamber? Uh, Ooh, you might next, pick that up in the mic. Next month? Oh. Uh, like in the 20s? That's, yeah, it's uh, March something. Yeah, right, yeah. March. So it was before uh, Mania. Before, yeah, before oh, Mania. Yeah. Which I think has always been a weird move to be like, It'd be hard to use that match vitally in such a crucial amount of time before WrestleMania because the Elimination Chamber match is like the multi-man match is like, oh, it's like, oh, you don't know who's going to be champion. But if you're trying to build a feud that's any shorter than before, like to say like a Royal Rumble to WrestleMania build for like a championship, and then sometimes that person that's contending for the title or even the person that has a title has to go through that match yeah. with all these people that are unassociated with their rivalry, mm-hmm. and it would really water things down. Or like, how do you get around doing that? You know? Yeah. Sometimes they do want. They've have they done like a number one contender match for it. Yeah. Where they that's what they. Champions. That's what. That's what they're doing with this one. Uh, it's gonna be a number. Both. Both the all the three of the chambers right? is all, all gonna be for number one contenders. That might be. That's a lot better, I guess. But you, still, you, like you, in a different date, that would be better. Not the month before WrestleMania, you know. It, it exactly. I totally agree. I don't and, think and, any and before and WrestleMania or Rumble. And to add towards that, it's watering down, just like yeah. Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell used to be about, you know, that's the last resort match. Now it's a pay per view. It's been you know pay per view after it, and then. With the last few years of it's being shit, like, is anybody forgetting the rules of Hell in a Cell? No disqualifications, Dude. no count outs, and no it stoppage. The end all be all of all like, rivalries. If you, like, it was only used in matches that was like putting an end to it. Exactly. To the most extreme manner. Exactly. And you never know when he's going to get it. So you'd be like, you don't know when you're going to see it again. So it's really, it was really special. Yeah. But once they. Made it a yearly annual thing. It was terrible. It just watered it down, like you said. It's completely. Terrible. It's like, yeah, okay, at least they guarantee one a year, but like, it's not Dude, that special when you know it happens every single year. I, w- I want to see if y'all. I want to see if y'all remember this one. Do y'all remember 
the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view where every match was in the Hell in a Cell. Every match? <laughs> every fucking match was in was the that, Hell in a Cell. Oh, that was one of like the, probably recently then, huh? No, no, no. no. It, it, I would say probably like a couple of years ago. I remember yeah. every every single match was in the Hell in the Cell. Holy that crap. is so boring. And not to mention constantly watching through that fucking cage. Not to for mention like 10 it matches. was it was. I mean, it, it, we we had like a couple. <laughs> that's a good that's point. Torture, we had like a couple matches. It was really in the chamber of torture, <laughs> man. And like, yeah, you know, it's like, and then and then, like I said, like like you said earlier with the chamber being so close to WrestleMania, you really want to put your high profile wrestlers. In a match like that, risk injury going into the biggest event of the year. You know, I've, I remember when the Elimination Chamber was for, like, would, would, would start or would be around, like, towards the end of the year, like, New Year's Resolution, which I hate they stopped doing that fucking pay-per-view. Yeah. They should have definitely not stopped doing that pay-per-view. It was really great. But I think they should have kept that going. They should have definitely make, kept that going. Make uh, Royal Rumble in February. Yes. And then just give it two months to build for um, a Royal Rumble winner main championship match. I, I mean, and then I, and I feel like if y'all if they was gonna get rid of a pay per view to make room for a different pay per view, get rid of fucking fast lane. They still have that. Yeah. It's terrible. Wait, what? Get rid so of Fastlane. So they fast got Elimination lane. Chamber and Fastlane before WrestleMania? No, 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 no. The Fastlane event usually happens like later on in the year. But the fact is, is that that's a lame-ass pay-per-view. Yeah, it's stupid. And there's nothing really... Like, what is Fastlane? What is the purpose for that for that pay-per-view? There's literally no purpose. There's no like, gimmick to it. Like, there's they want to gimmick every single pay-per-view. Like there's nothing so, to that pay per view. Yeah, like might as well no get mercy has nothing to do with anything. No mercy had a gimmick. Mm. Uh, Unforgiven had a gimmick. Judgment Day, which is the original pay per view for for the Hell in a Cell matches, mm-hmm. was a purpose. Now we got we got fucking pay per views that's just there now. Like I said, super showdown, showdown, <laughs> super showdown, super, 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 and then we got crown jewel, crown jewel, and then we got the watered down Starcade. Yeah, I'm pissed Which off. I that. wouldn't even count it as a pay per view because of the it's, way it, it's a house show. Shit about it, yeah, it's a house show. Mm-hmm. AEW should have Starcade. Yeah, they should have all the WCW stuff because they're even paid by like refunded by like Turner, right? Come on, Are I think so. Is what? they funded by Turner? Well, Cons and Turners have a relationship. I think is how I see it. But oh. I think they probably have some sort of stock in AW. Really? Maybe I'm wrong. Well, it it I makes could be sense. totally fucking wrong. It makes sense. I mean, I swear maybe with uh, TNT. But TNT, exactly. That's why Turner I said it. Network. Okay, so it makes it, it kind of well, makes sense. I'm totally sense. right. What am I fucking talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doubting myself. I mean, I mean, hell, can we literally can on we, this show? Can we be honest and just say that AEW is like the grand, the grandson of WCW, the reincarnation of WCW? Pretty you, much. You, you you say a reincarnation. I just say grandson. 
grandson works too. Grandson. The more talented one. TNA. Because <laughs> TNA. Like the third generation wrestling yeah. company. Yeah, because TNA Randy Orton. was. <laughs> TNA oh. was, a, was originally the. The Randy Orton the, show. The, the, the WCW <laughs> Jr. Of, of, of wrestling. Right. But even WCW, you could say, was rail, or was going off the trails of NWA. You know what? a relation yeah. like that. So yeah, like, I mean, this hell, is the even third WWE. generation of that lineage. Yeah. Even WWE but is a very, branch off not uh, as, NWA, right? What's that? Even WWE is a branch off NWA, right? Technically, because there, it was yeah. all back in the territory days. They all had this alliance. Yeah. Vince was one of the ones to break away, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so did No Vern stayed with it, right? And here in a- AWA. That's still yeah. had an NWA yeah. lineage to it. Yeah. That's how the business was done. Yeah. But nope, Vince had to change the game completely. I got to get out the game. Aha! <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I want to do it differently. Boy, I'm going to buy your company. <laughs> his dad kicked everything off. Competition. And then he followed up, I guess. Man. Everybody hated him. <laughs> Long story short. <laughs> but... Do you blame him? I thank that man for all the years of television he gave me in my childhood. So I, there's always a part of me that is so grateful for Vince McMahon. There's another part of me that knows he's just another rich, crazy biz- billionaire. You know? I always still make me, you know, the, the blacker side of me always still say... Uh, if I had to pick any rich, crazy billionaire, it'd be Vince McMahon. You, you, you know, even as a president, I, I will probably, humor, I will probably vote for Vince McMahon if he ran for president. Oh, man. No lie. <laughs> that would have been the one celebrity I was like, I'd sit there at the at the booth and be like, oh, man, the shit that could be <laughs> in the media if I just put McMahon on this fucking ballot right now. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't care about them policies. just want to hear some promos. <laughs> him telling right. people they're fucking the fired. The state of the union. I'd vote for is him just... now if he had a beef with Trump, even though they know they're buddies and shit. But if he would go <laughs> up and <laughs> win the presidency <laughs> after Trump and be like, Donald Trump, you're fired. America saying that you're fired. <laughs> okay. But yeah, right now my love hate is more of a on leaning on the hate. At this point, <laughs> I'm just like, let go of your fucking stranglehold of this company it's and like... just let it grow again. Like the. Just let go of the reins for a bit, man. Yeah. You don't have to still have to be the end all be all. I get you passionate. Yeah. You're fucking crazy, I've heard. <laughs> yeah. It was the stories of his work ethic. Like they say that nobody has a work ethic like him. But god damn, that's because we're not as insane. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy I, people have that you, work ethic. You you know old people. You know old people. You you can't tell an old mom. But he's smart you, still. I love you, mama. <laughs> yeah. I love you, mama, and everything. But uh you can't tell an old person. That they wrong, that's like telling. Dude, it breaks their brain. A, They're just like, what? I'm, first of all, I'm not wrong. I've known this for I've forty this. years. And I'm sorry to tell you, baby, but for it's forty years they lied to you. <laughs> it it, it might have been right for. Did 10 you of have those Google years. forty years ago and looked that up to verify that information? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I can fucking prove myself right in three seconds, Grandma. Say so, off. Vince McMahon is. Google knows all. Vince McMahon is our, he's our big-headed-ass granddad. He didn't know what a burrito was, but he was eating it every single day for months. <laughs> you can't be fucking serious. Are you a, serious? That's thing. Is that a true story? That's a true story. No. Yep. I saw it on Get more, the 
Yes. <laughs> yep. I can prove myself on the internet, like on my phone right now. Vince McMahon finds out he's eating a burrito for the first time of 30 years. Like I don't know if it was that long, but like he was eating them every day steadily. Once he found out what a burrito was because somebody asked him about burritos or food, and he had no idea what the fuck they were talking about. Bring me one of those tortilla things that got food in them. Basically that. (laughs) (laughs) Vince McMahon burrito. Pint, why you ain't tell my man about the burritos, man? Why you ain't tell Vince about the burritos? Well, because I'm nowhere near Vince McMahon. (laughs) If I was, I'd tell him burritos were awesome. Throw his ass a piece, a triangular piece of food, and see if he guess if it's pizza or not. Brandon Cutler rolled a six, or what is those sixteen or fifty sided dice? I don't yeah. get it. Fifty is it twenty? That's his. Uh, that's his character gimmick. Um, uh, cause he's such a twenty child. He's such a uh Dungeons and Dragons fan. Okay. So he uses the die when he comes out. Uh, before his match to roll a number to see if he's going to win or if he's going to lose. Okay. I got the... Yeah, so he's still a loser, so... (laughs) (laughs) He can roll a 20 and still lose the match, so... He's winless, so, I mean... Here's the quote for the the burrito thing. I think we're going to poison Big Show and give him a spiked burrito. The whole concept was, we're going to spike his food, spike the burrito. You cut a vignette before the big shows, before this that show is eating the burrito, and then later on he passes out in the ring, and we go from there. So Vince goes, burrito? Who the hell knows what a burrito is? <laughs> it was such a foreign concept, and everyone in the room goes, well. We know what a burrito is. <laughs> and Vince goes, well, where the hell have I been? <laughs> Clearly in outer space. <laughs> but the funny thing is that every day at noon, Vince's secretary would walk into the office in the writing room with a burrito. It was a steak wrap cut in half, and he would put ketchup on it. Ew. Ketchup on he like steak. ketchup on his burrito, That's how baby. weird he is, man. He was a ketchup on steak guy. <laughs> he put ketchup on it every day. He was eating a burrito and not knowing what it fucking was. Wow. That's just the idea. When you're in a bubble and in the business where you're ostracized from society, it's you and them. That's it. Every, Everyone else is an outsider, so things like that do not make sense in the confines of the wrestling world. Sorry, the text is super small, so I was squinting my ass off. I was totally crazy, okay. right? It's totally okay. That just explains a lot. This, this dude about his don't work. Know where the fuck a burrito <laughs> is? His daily life. Daily life of eating. So cut off from the world that he didn't even know what the fuck a burrito was, and yet it was literally the thing he's been eating every Can day. Can you call a wrap a burrito though? What was uh, that? It was a steak wrap. Yeah. I don't know what he called it, but he didn't call it a fucking burrito. I mean, my whole life seeing something wrapped up in a tortilla, it was always called a burrito. Really? Because, I mean, there's yeah. wraps. Yeah, you know? that's what white people call it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's a wrap. It's not a burrito. It's something we made. 
Ooh, fire. <laughs> Jeez. Spit the truth out here. Jeez. It's a oh. steak wrap. It costs more now. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Killing him. Killing me. Killing my own race here. <laughs> oh, man. Did myself dirty. <laughs> How did Marco Stun get a contract? Is he really? I don't know. I guess he's good. I'm starting to I'm starting to grow on him, I think. Are y'all kidding me? Really? A little bit. Marco Stunt. The only get reason his little ass out of the ring. Only reason is he's really on Sammy Guevara's podcast a lot and he seems like a funny fucking dude. You know yeah. what? I, I I watch his podcast. Don't give a shit too. Attitude. It's, I don't know. I like his personality. His pop- so I'm like, I bet they can make it work. His like blog he should or be in podcast? a lot of matches. Like they keep making him over Luchasaurus. To be in matches, I'm like, we just want to see Jungle Boy Luchasaurus tear it up. They're the true tag team. He's like the third guy. Make his ass the the manager. What, what were you saying about their loss record? What? No, I'm asking you. You said vlog or podcast? Sammy. Sammy. Google. Sammy. Oh, it's a vlog. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I Sometimes I just call it the shit podcast because <laughs> I do a video podcast. I'm like, I'm like, he has a podcast? Sorry, it's not. Oh. <laughs> I'll be I forget formats, you know. I'll be watching his uh his <laughs> yeah, my hopes up. on on uh YouTube yeah. also. I mean, God, he got kicked <laughs> in the fucking face last week. I don't that know was if we, funny. we probably talked about it last episode, but jeez, man. He took that like a G. Yeah, murder. He took that like a G. Can I say it? he took that like a G. Like a G. Yeah, get that man another get that man another five thousand. Give him a five thousand dollar bonus for that kick. Seriously. Because geez, man, they could have took his face off. Do they have health care? They better. Shit, they better. They better. Absolutely, man. (laughs) They they better. They got the money for it. (laughs) Don't tell me you don't. You seen it? Trying to change the the business. They might as well really change the business. Are you watching it? I'm watching Sunny Kiss. Oh. Sunny Kiss is talented. I like Sunny Kiss. Yeah, me too. Very, I, I, I'm a, I'm a individual. Definitely I'm an individual. Fan, I'm a fan of Sunny Kiss. Very like very, charismatic and very athletic. Athletic as shit. She can do a lot of moves, or he can do a lot of moves. Yeah. Strike. Good yeah. striker. Good. Uh, I love the ass in the face thing. <laughs> Like this, yeah. there's this twist. It's a good twist. I mean, shit. If if if, like if Joey Ryan things. can get people to to hold his dick and make him flip, then I yeah. guess, I guess you know, <laughs> it is what it is with Sunny Kiss. It's oh, this is a funny spot. Like she just starts popping, or he. But man, when you're when you're a gymnast, yeah, you can really make pretty much do good, whatever the fuck you want. You can do whatever the fucking want, and you make it look flawless. Like yeah. This That's why is he's funny. so talented. Look at Marco. too, man. Marco's like, yeah, I mean, give hell, me that. Hell, I, re- <laughs> I respect Sunny Kiss more than I respect, uh, what's her name? Um, Nyla Rose? Nyla Rose, right yeah. And, and that's real. And that's, that's real. so cool. Because, like, no matter what, it's just the fact of respect. I, and I, I, I guess I will go with, you know, if we're going to have indigenous wrestling, let's have indigenous wrestling. But you know we can't use we can't keep going back to the fact of oh are you coming uh, are you coming at me because I'm gay or no that have nothing to do with it the fact is is that you're still in a sport where you're fighting women and you know what I'm saying your See, your I'm, strengths is totally different from their strengths I know where you're coming from but my know. opinions are a bit different on it just because 
like if this was UFC real fighting, mm. I would be like just like that. But since it's like it's a sport where you're you're not trying to actually hurt the other person, so I don't see the harm in the it's intergender, I guess, wrestling. But like she does identify as a female, oh. so if that's what Might you want to well, do, like, like you, you know, can still take care of them. It's, it's no different than like ECW when they fucking pile drive chicks, you know? Like that shit was crazy. Or the, I don't. Or the years Stone still, Cold Steve Austin whaled on Lita. With the cheer, yeah, that was funny. That was brutal. So like, I don't, I don't see, I don't see the the harm in it. It's not like Nyla's actually going out there and actually trying to fuck these chicks up. Like, no, she's just that's what she identifies with. It would be weird to put her in the in the AW Championship reign. Like, you wouldn't take her seriously, right? Because if she's still gonna look like Nyla, right? You know, now why so I don't agree with I would is put the. Her in the you know, I don't see too much of a harm with it. If it was real fighting, yeah. or if you're actually trying to destroy the other opponent, then yeah, that's where I kind of draw the line a bit. Now, where I don't completely agree with is the amount of disrespect that she or that Rose been getting. You know, mm-hmm. she's still a human. Mm-hmm. You know, she's still an athlete. She's still a wrestler. And no matter what the background is, I mean, hell, look at Lars Sullivan. You know racist piece of crap. Yeah, dude. And also a homophobe. And you got caught up (laughs) in a sex tape. (laughs) In a a gay sex tape at that. Yeah. Like, that (laughs) is some... So, yeah. How can somebody think like that, though? Like... Exactly. It's it's a defense Mm -hmm. mechanism, I think, was all it was. He was not comfortable with who he was. And he tried to hide it the best he could by attacking it. Yeah. And, I mean, regardless, too. Or he's fact, just trying to get that money. <laughs> re- regardless, too, the fact is, is that, you know, we live in a society where people just, you know, all we're always in somebody's business. Oh, we're God, always yeah. in somebody's personal life. And we always, you know, saying we're, we're, we're going to down, we're going to down that person because of who they are and how they live, you know, and like Val Venus. You know, one of my favorite wrestlers coming up. You know, always been a fan of Val, Mr. Venus. Hello, ladies. <laughs> Hello, ladies. You know what I'm saying? Do the strut. But, uh, he always you had know, good promos. it's, it's, it's yeah. just certain things that you don't, you don't want to tear down with people, especially as a professional. You're a legend. You're, you're damn near a legend. And, you know, coming down on somebody like Ny- Nyla Rose was just completely, you know, I expect that shit from Jim Cornette. Because he's a piece of trash, and that's why uh, what's yeah, his name? Hallelujah. That's uh, what's his name? I'm trying to think. Sammy Callahan spit it on uh, spit on him in a uh, MLW, which oh, resulted shit. in him getting fired. But um, you, you, we expect that from Jim Cornette. Mm-hmm. But you know, saying somebody like Val Venus, or you know, saying somebody you know in that in the old school or whatever. You know, we. I just feel like you know, and even as fans, I feel like uh, if we're gonna, you know, be fans of the the art of professional wrestling, we have to, you know, what I'm saying take take key and remember that we're we're fans, and you know, what I'm saying these people still got lives, and yeah, we can't, you know, destroy their ass completely. It's not like that person killed anybody yet. So, yeah, <laughs> Mr. Lars Sullivan, I might believe it. Mr. Sullivan. Mr. But yeah, Sullivan. like we are living in such an age where we're always under a microscope of what we do. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like generally people might be 
would be happier if we didn't have all that social media and shit. Hell like, yeah. It's great to stay connected, quote unquote, with people. Yeah. But there's a lot of unnecessary connections we make. A whole lot of unnecessary. We're always like catching into how people are doing. And if people start doing better than you, you start getting anxious Jealous and stuff. And you know, your mind just starts playing tricks with you, basically. And mm-hmm. like, I feel like we'd probably be more confident without all that shit because we don't know how other people's lives are doing. Exactly. <laughs> and exactly. then it would be a, a more genuine connection with somebody when you get together with them because you're not seeing them on fucking Facebook every day and like catching up with what they're doing. You know, like. By the time you get together, you're like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I saw it on Facebook. Yeah, I know. Right. I saw it on Facebook. You're just telling people about your fucking Facebook post. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> so I did this, and then I did that. Watch. Look, look I took a picture here. I'm going to take a picture of me eating. Like, then we know we see it. Like, and this then, cool. <laughs> if you then took I'm going to picture of my food. show me photos. Once I'm done eating, then I'm going to take a picture of me finna get ready to go take a shit. <laughs> then I'm going to take a picture of me taking the shit. Then I'm going to take a picture of me getting off the toilet from the shit. Like, sitting on the toilet. Hey. Sitting on the toilet. Sitting on the toilet. Oh, I love it. Dude. But, man, <laughs> the wrestling today is just, I don't know. It's losing the lackluster of stories. The action, some of the actions is great. But the story, the the, the creative storyline for certain wrestling companies, it's, we're just starting to lose it. We're just starting to lose the storylines. It's now about the action. Hell, even New Japan got better storylines than WWE right now. <laughs> and I don't yeah. even understand what they say. Can't understand two <laughs> fucking words of what they're saying. <laughs> I love you over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just fucking feel how much it means to them. Man. Yeah. And I, I mean, know. hell, even MLW. Have great storylines right now. Conjure unit? Oh my god. Jacob Fatu, bro? Heard about him. I gotta check. Have you ever heard of out. Jacob Fatu? Really? Oh, bro, so. look that dude up right now. I don't think so. What what was he uh he's <laughs> uh, he's on he's on MLW, he's on PCW. He's on PCP. Oh I hope not. <laughs> Just playing my spring ass. rumors. Uh, I'm talking about 300 and uh, what is it? 380 pounds of athleticism. I would love to see him and Keith Lee go at it. I was going to say, well, if I would he's love Samoan, to see he's him. He's Samoan, of course. Big ass dude. And, then, right? and last name should have caught you, Fatu. So, yeah. It's Rikishi's uh, mm-hmm. son, another son, nephew? Uh, I think it's Haku's son. Haku's son? Is he the Haku or is the uh, other one? Because Haku's kids are the Gorillas yeah, of Destiny, right? Yeah, they're the Gorillas of Destiny. So it's not it's not Haku. Ha- actually, Haku is if his uncle. If it's Fatu, it's got to be something with Rikishi, right? Fatu. It's Fatu's yeah. son. Rikishi Fatu. All right. Who is the tag team partner of... The Head Shrinkers? No. What did you say his name was? Jimmy? Jacob. Jacob. Yep, Jacob Fatu. Jacob um, Fatu. I swear he's well. He's R- gotta be related to Rikishi. Oh yeah, he's definitely related to. They're all fucking to related. Rikishi and him. <laughs> it's just that one family. He definitely it's crazy. Re- he definitely related to Rikishi and them, because you can see Umaga all in that man's face, like Jacob Fatu. If dub, dude, let me tell you something. WWE is going to sign that dude as soon as his contract is mm-hmm. over with MLW. They're gonna sign that dude, just like uh, Jeff Cobb's. Man, to be he's born in that to, family, dude. 
Oh man, you they gotta... live, sleep, breathe wrestling from the get. Yes. How fucking awesome would my life be right now? Or Dude. how horrible would it be? Uh, it's a coin toss, but <laughs> just like being born as a heart. It actually would be probably better if I made it now in this day and age than I would have made Back it in the say, day? twenty years ago. Oh yeah. I would have just been drug addicted and probably died at oh, this yeah. point. Steroids Not like this a point, mother. Twenty six, but Steroids, cocaine. Steroids, he cocaine, looks like a manga kid. Shit, I, I, kind of I, I just said that. Anything look, to not be numb. Just said that. Look, spitting image numb. of Umaga. But it's not. Yeah, him. that's a big boy. Who's he fighting? Hey, he just did a whisper in the wind. That's Dude, pretty Umaga exciting. Umaga was this shit. Ah, yes. oh, rest in peace, clothesline. Yeah, he was. Damn, man. So I'm just. Oh. Yeah, it could be tragic. It could be the greatest ride ever. Oh, so, yeah. worth the fucking risk, I say. Oh. Just like uh. Jeff Cobbs, I know you heard of Jake, uh, Jeff Cobbs, right? Yeah. Um, Impact Wrestling, ROH. He was on uh, AW two weeks ago. Yeah. He's got like a freelancer. Oh God! So I believe no commitments or anything. Just I believe he's related to them too. I believe he's related. Who's this guy that takes it? Who? Oh God! Ooh. How he look? Huh? How he look? He look like he looks tight. He looks good, but I'm just saying that corners or not corner splash. He does the corner. Oh, he's like. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah. Painted face. Yeah. No. No painted face. No painted face. But just got the. He's he's like a. No lie. He's like a more G version. Uh, he's like a more gangster version of of Umaga, bro. Yeah. Like if he was in a, if Umaga was in the hood, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying like more humanized. Oh yeah. Than like this monster, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I mean, Jacob Fatu still bring that that you know what I'm saying that monster to still kind of bring more, that intensity, but he I know he's not related to the family, but more of a Samoa Joe like too, where he's got yeah, a swagger to yes, him. Yes, exactly. He, but he's still a legitimate tough guy. Honestly, if Samoa mm-hmm. Joe wished to become that man's manager, <laughs> over with, woo, over with, woo. over with. Like, well, they know. Th- I think it's clear to the fans. I think that they're not related. You know, yeah. you would think it's like the one Simone wrestler that's not related to that family. <laughs> or, hmm, is he? Because, like I said, I, we don't I heard know. He's not. We don't know about. Maybe it's still rumored. We don't know about Jeff it's Cobbs. Tight. Mm-hmm. We don't know if Jeff Cobbs is related to the Fatu family. Hey Google. I doubt is it. Jeff Cobb related to the Anawaii family. Sorry, I, I don't it. have any information about that. Oh, fuck you, Google. Oh, Don't have inner fucking information. Wow, he grabbed the my shoulder. But the Anawaii family, what the you hell? You don't know about the whole... What's Maybe the whole? I'm, I'm probably saying it wrong. Look how cool, look how impressive this is. Yeah. Are you still looking uh looking at Jacob Fatu? Yeah, it's like top 20 moves type deal. Yeah, that oh, dude... Oh, a handspring moonsault? Yes. Yeah. That dude is... Oh, super kick. Yo, that dude is dope, and he's about to get ready to face uh, Davy Boy Smith Jr. for the MLW World's Heavyweight Championship pretty soon. And uh, honestly, oh, he threw him up way high. Oh, he almost. Honestly, that's going to be a pretty cool match. Pop up Samoan drop. That is genius. He do a better. He honestly do a better than the uh, than the Usos. It's like he put a spin on such a traditional move. That is that's so cool. Like honestly, out. God, he just super flyed off the fucking cage. Yeah, what the hell? Honestly, you know, you just know for a fact that if WWE signed Jacob Fatu, they're gonna make him and they're gonna make him and Roman Reigns face off. (laughs) Wow, (laughs) man, kip ups, dude. 
Yeah, they're going to make. I swear, these, these athletes now in this business are like, I think on average more athletic than any other than the roster 90s, that's ever than seen. Than the 2000s? Well, I wouldn't say the Before 2000s. they were like action figures in the 80s, you know, like they didn't have a lot of mobility. Yeah. And the, the technical ones you could tell stood out from mm-hmm. that, like Perfect and Bret Hart and all shit. Oh, yeah. But then like, it was more on like your character. Mm-hmm. So you had to have it all, basically. Yeah. But now it's like you got to be super athletic. <laughs> you got to do things that no one has seen before. Oh yeah, because it's like I just feel like it's it's all sped up. It's yeah. kind of like somebody turned the knob to mm-hmm. the right a little bit, and they got to go quicker with harder moves, faster. But at the same time, you'd think that would be a, a successful formula, right? Yeah. But it doesn't feel the same. Like something is missing in it, and I think it's because you're doing it so fast and it's go 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 three sixty five twenty four seven. Just like and, the belt. <laughs> right. Um, it's um, like, it just, yeah, it just wears away. That belt is basically an analogy for the company. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, it was flashy first to why you put all these dates out and shit, Saudi Arabia and all the shit and all that stuff. But it's like, you're going 100 miles a minute and now it just doesn't matter. So would just you like say, so would you say that at this point in time now, would you say that the WWE Championship is as prestige as it was uh prestigious now as it was back in the uh back in the day it's hard to judge that i guess just because it's so much more accessible to know all the information about wrestling so you know about all the lineage and like when we put that nostalgia on something and we put that history on something we tend to be a bit biased Mm -hmm. you know like that's why we feel like oh we have more legends but like we don't know that like 20 years after this, mm-hmm. we're going to be looking 20 years back and being like, man, Drew McIntyre, fucking Seth Rollins, and, and Roman Finn Balor, Reigns. man, they were the studs. Because mm-hmm. we're probably bickering about some of the new people that they pushed in 20 years in the future. So it's hard to judge that per se, but to be like completely unbiased about it, because it's hard when I put the nostalgia on it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, at the same time, though, when you're like the first of things, mm-hmm. like these characters are being more individualized back then, Ooh. where you don't feel like they were being compared as much to other people. They're kind of carving their own way out. Like, look at no one can be Macho Man, you know? Nobody. I mean, Jay Lethal did a pretty good job. Yeah. But like, <laughs> Macho Man <laughs> was thing. Cheese, was fun. I mean, Ric Flair took the Nature Boy thing, which was a. He took it off of Buddy Rogers, but still, like, he made it his thing. Hulk Hogan, there'll never be another Hulk Hogan. Like, and, you can and say it's Cena, but it's like Cena's his own thing too. You know, like. And and for the love of God, we just hope there would never be another Hogan oh. ever. Oh please no, that, please. He is such a cancer to the business, like behind the scenes wise. Just it was always what about Hogan? What does Hogan got to do? WrestleMania nine was sucked ass when it could have had at least a good finish with Bret Hart winning the belt. Off of Yokozuna? Yeah. No. We had to get beat him in seven seconds. I'll take it. Scoop slam I'll right take top. it, brother. Had a big black guy. We still don't know why. He said he got, it was like some kind of He got that ass beat. Accident. Some kind of like boat accident or something? Nah. Yeah, nah, nah, like, or something. nah, nah. nah. Hey, if my boy Riley was here. And his stupid fucking buddy, <laughs> Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Yeah, I said it. Even though I'm glad he recovered from that horrible fucking jet ski accident where his face basically fell off. Like, all the muscles and things that held his face became like mush. 
And they had to reconstruct his whole face together. Whoa. And he almost fucking died. Ooh. Insane. I learned this on the Something to Wrestle podcast, which you can check out after this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Wait, <laughs> what? Bruce Pritchard. What? Richard. Yeah. Um, try looking that up on your computer there. Okay. But so check this like out. Bruce Beefcake jet ski accident. Oh, sorry. It was a hang gliding accident. I'm sorry. It was hang gliding. Ugh. Got the story fucked up, but oh! I think he was trying to. He was teaching it to a student or something, and it fucking smoked him in the face and like broke everything in his fucking face. Oh, wow! Just do a uh, Brutus Beefcake accident. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm mesmerized by this. <laughs> Brian Pillman Jr. Yeah, but this. that's dope. He's got the <clears throat> the one short, one long leg attire. I have a wrestler in my 2K game that I always rocked at every year. Mm-hmm. Maverick McCloud. Ah. First, he was the Messiah, Maverick McCloud. The Fucking Messiah. He's stealing my shit, Seth Rollins. What <laughs> the hell, man? That was 2014. <laughs> 2014. <laughs> no, he's the he's just Maverick. But before, he was also the majestic Maverick McCloud. Mm. You know, I'm a but fan of... I'm a Maverick. I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm a fan of uh, Brian Pillman Jr.'s work. However... He looks you a know, lot like Brian Pillman Oh, Jr. hell yeah. Here's the thing, though. They're going to push for him to be better than his dad, and that's dope. But if he go to WWE, it's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Crazy. He, go, oh, he go. have to go. He have to go to. He have to go to uh to AEW to make that happen. Like real shit. Like oh, um, I would like. I, I honestly, I would like to see him as a mid card champion because you know he he got the move sets. He got the attitude. You know what I'm saying? I can see him. Coming this close, mm-hmm. this close from Fighting winning the big it. one, and it's like perfect or something. Like you know, what I'm saying he can get one good championship, you know, what I'm saying major championship run, and I'll be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Hell, probably even throw him one more. But like, I don't see him as a multi-time uh, main eventer. Yeah, like I definitely see him as a a a, a main a, a mid Carter who can definitely. Break the ceiling going into a main eventer, mm-hmm. but getting so close and then boom, it's tight. Dolph Ziggler approach. <laughs> a, a little better a little, than it. A little, a little bit better. better. A little bit better. Honestly, I would say more like more like the Miz without the okay without the the shit that he had mm-hmm. to go through. But he may have been at WrestleMania once, so boom. Yeah. But yeah, he had to earn his spot. Exactly. But anyway, I was going to say, speaking of Brian Pillman, man, he probably is, one, in my opinion, one of the most talented people that was gone way too soon right before the big push that you could sense. Like, you knew him and Austin were going to have this huge feud. And it, he was just doing this thing with Goldust until they could start doing that. And he would have been such a good foil for Stone Cold. It's that crazy fucking dude. And it's almost like what John Moxley is now. He mm. could have been John Moxley of his day. Oh yes. So what without, was a shout. without a shout. Um, Brutus Beefcake. I think hang gliding accident. Oh. I got the jet ski thing from I think Hogan when he the WrestleMania nine got my stories tied there because he had a jet ski accident quotations. But they thought it was probably Bret Hart punched him in the face after he told him the result he, of he, what's gonna happen. It was that. probably Booker T catching up to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, finally God. got you. 
Oh, I'm just going to... Or can you just look up the article? Or is oh. he going to talk about it? He's going to talk about it. Parasailing. to the fucking face. Oh. Ooh-wee. I hope there's pictures. Or maybe not. <laughs> there probably is pictures. I'm pretty sure I saw a picture before. Definitely Google that. He was in the hospital for quite some fucking time. I bet. But yeah, they did an episode on Brutus Barber on Something to Wrestle. You can hear that full story. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. Ooh, that's crazy. <laughs> I know. Thank, thank goodness that... Uh, thank God he was Hulk's buddy, dude. Yeah. Hulkamadia was actually used Yeah, always giving him a job. Yeah, he was there. I didn't even notice when he was the disciple. I had no idea what that was brief, beefcake in WCW. Man. Dyed his hair and shit. Usually you could tell it's beefcake with all this like zodiac and, <laughs> and the booty man. Like, what the fuck, the man? Booty you man. You can't give him bro. anything better than the booty man? The booty man. He was bro. booty, man. Hey, the booty man. What's the name? <laughs> what? Just remember that. That what? he was. At least you weren't the booty man. The booty man. man. <laughs> Before New Day had booty oats. He was the booty man. <laughs> Not the can booty you, man. Can you picture the headlines now? Can you just picture the headlines now? Brett, the hitman heart for the WWE <laughs> Championship goes one-on-one with the booty man. <laughs> what the fuck is going what? on here, bro? This is some booking, Is man. this WWE or Pornhub? What the That's hell is going on here, Brett's bro? in a porn now? Hmm. I can't find pictures. I don't think I want to see Bret Hart go up against the booty man. No pictures? Damn. Not for the championship. Google images? Yeah, I already went through it. No, damn. Wish there was pictures. See, it shows him. But I'm glad he's fucking alive, dude. Like, There's man. enough wrestlers out here, man. Dude, I know his nightmare. You know, you know when you get into thirty-five mile an hour in your face, a whole whole person with a parasail. <laughs> Dude, if you would have never turned around, what do you think would have happened? It's probably like one of those X-ray moves mm. in Mortal Kombat. Just <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you just see his face just melting. I heard, yeah, dude, it was just putty. 
Like it was unrecognizable. Damn, dude. Unrecognizable. Ugh. And they put it back together like and for him the to, hell. For him to come back into the wrestling business, that should show you how tough he mm-hmm. is. Man. He had a face guard for a while. God. Dude, he had to get paid, bro. Right? Hogan always hooked him up. Brother. Best brother, brother. <laughs> Brothers don't leave each other down, brother. They keep him going, brother. And you'd be a good yes man for me, brother. You always Not that he had anything to do with Hogan's success. <laughs> Ever. Never. Dude, that dude is, like you said, the cancer of professional wrestling. He took opportunities from major, for so many wrestlers that could have been champions, could have been champions, Junkyard Dog, uh, Randy Savage, mm-hmm. um, obviously Andre the Giant. You know, so many wrestlers, so many of the golden age legends. Mr. Perfect. Mr. 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 Perfect. Perfect. How Royal Rumble. How Last two in the ring. One of the <laughs> best heel Fuck that story, slash man. intercontinental champions. And it's my dude. Like, what is wrong? Mr. Perfect was Chris Jericho of the 90s, uh, of the golden era. Like, come on, man. A natural heel, but you hate him so much you love him. Exactly. And I think he would have been, hence the pun, perfect against Bret Hart when he was winning the championship. Mm-hmm. How many... That Glorious been, feuds with that. Uh, that would have been a fantastic WrestleMania Perfect card. Michaels, and I know Perfect had some injuries that he was dealing with and stuff too. But still, if they would have held on to him and realized the value that they had, oh, he would have been perfect <laughs> again. <to laughs> pers- like vet to be in the new generation um, era because they just fit the mold so well. And what mm. a what a letdown with uh, Curtis. WWE they didn't let him Curtis. take Just the like, name and be like the imperfect bastard child or something, <laughs> <laughs> or just like something Henning or Henning and or maybe something to do with perfect. But he had to like be the Michael McGillicuddy right away. If they get, they would have gave him the Curtis Axel thing right off the bat. Is his name still Curtis Axel? Yeah. And he's trying to do the Skull Vikings thing. Yeah. They didn't let him. You you Bullshit. you know you know. Well, they kind of let him because obviously he did it. You, <laughs> at you, some you, point. <laughs> you know you know. I'm not mad at him. I'm mad at Chad Gable. I'm mad at. That's Chad where Gable. I'm putting all my frustrations. Because in. Shorty G. It, it, thank you. That's it's Shorty that, G now, buddy. Yeah right. Yeah Get right. Used to it. So I'm here. Here's <laughs> here's why I'm pissed off. Right. I'm not pissed off at the name. I'm not pissed off at his move sets. I'm not even pissed off at the fact that he's a face. What I'm pissed off at is all the moves that you could have used to come out during your entrance and you do the most stupidest shit in the world. You do the... Bro, They that, can't see you do that on the Bro, on the, 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 the fake ass... W- w- come on! Like, bro, that made me so... Every time I see him come out, Every time I see him come out on SmackDown, he does that that bullshit <laughs> come on thing. And it's always sideways and he's oh. always leaning hard as hell when he does it. And he don't even <laughs> shake. He don't shake. He just mm, <laughs> come on. It's so maddening. <laughs> it makes me so I'll be wanting to go to SmackDown just so I can smack the shit out of him. <laughs> what the hell, dude? 
Come on. All the come, come out. Oh, throw up your hands or something. You know, give them the stone cold or something. Do like, something. Yeah. You come out with this fake ass. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Oh, man. Oh, God, no. Yeah, they failed with a lot of guys. Not a ex- lot. A lot of people, man. A lot. A lot. I'm trying to think of one I had on my mind earlier. Um, Remember Deuce and Domino? Yeah. That was my favorite. That was my team. For hey, the Deuce and Domino. Hey. hey we're going to take your tag team championship. We're going to take stereotypical huh? tag team, we're gonna, man. We're going to take your tag teams, even though we're not Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we're not Guidos, you know, I'm actually a Samoan guy, huh? No, they had a Muhammad Hassan who was Italian become an oh, Arab too, man. so they don't even care. They're not even putting stereotypes on the right people anymore. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, he's God. like, what race is he? Mexican? All right. No. Tonight uh, he's going to be Filipino. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, actually, change it up. Chinese. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it'll work. Or maybe like, say Taiwan or something. Like, t- like Tanga Tonga, when he was in WWE and he was the bodyguard for uh, Hanako. If y'all remember Hanako. Yeah, Camacho. He, yeah, Camacho. That's his name, Camacho. And full-blooded Sam- uh, Samoan. And you want him to play a gangsta-ass Latino. The Sultan. Rikishi <laughs> played the Sultan, another... I remember that. Other ethnicity playing oh, a different ethnicity. God. And then what? Yokosuna... It only uh, works because they're not white. If white was playing anybody else, it oh would be God. a hellfire. <laughs> and then, like, like especially I mean, if you wanted him to be Booker T. There's a one work. man gang. Remember him? Who? One man gang. One man gang. Yeah. Oh he turned yeah. To, uh, Akeem the African Dream, which yeah. is another dig on Dusty Rhodes. He literally made a gimmick to spite Dusty Rhodes. That's how weird Vince McMahon is. He was like, oh, I'll just take that uh, that one-man gang guy and uh, just make him a king, you know? Because yeah. uh, fuck Dusty Rhodes. Because, <laughs> you know... Um, is there a plan? Yeah, yeah, we'll just put you with the big boss man. He's got some I'm, heat. I'm still not understanding the amount of racist shit that Vince McMahon gave us throughout yeah, the years. Dude. And he is still on television. <laughs> still on television. You write it off as... Reality TV or craziness or whatever Shit, you want to write it off as, but yeah, it's been killed. Muhammad, been you, you created Muhammad Hassan's. It's a glorious road, but it's a road paved with just misery, appropriation and misery, <laughs> just like America. So yeah. it's kind of just like America. <laughs> it's a perfect representation of America. Like it's all politics. Like remember, <laughs> you created Muhammad Hassan as this this future big star heel. Put him up against the Undertaker. You tell this man to do the the, the whole storyline gimmick, and then you fire him as soon as the death threats come out. And yeah, thanks. You killed my career. Thanks for fucking me up. <laughs> <laughs> like now, I got people trying to kill me now. Uh, I, I don't have a job. I can't even. <laughs> I can't even go to another wrestling organization yeah, now. Like so, it wasn't even his fault, and he can no longer do the job that he was training his whole life to do. And yeah, like, thank you. What the fuck? Say yeah, thank you, bro. Appreciate you. <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, so we gonna just forget about uh, what's his name? Um, the modern day Maharaja. Ha, 
Oh, Did I say that wrong? God, um, oh, yeah. I said that Jinder Mahal. I was going to say Muhammad Hussein. Whoops. Muhammad Hassan. <laughs> no, wait. That, that was the last guy we did talk about. Muhammad Hassan. That could have kept him and teamed him with, with Jinder Mahal. Could have started that shit. Could have started or a whole Kali. stable. Could have started a whole stable with, uh, yeah, with the great Kali. Kali should have never been a wrestler. Ever. Ever. Looking like a big ass walking stick. It was literally the longest yard movie that probably, literally, Shit. probably, this just <laughs> literally, literally, <laughs> but literally, trust my literally. <laughs> it was that movie that he got to know Kevin Nash and Steve Austin. And it, I mean, I don't know how much they've talked because he barely speaks English, but they probably lined something up from him. They're so impressed by this dude's physique that they're like, give him, tr- give him a tryout, you know? Yeah. His big ass had to be in that movie. Moving slower than slow. Because he was in there. His le- I was concerned about his legs. You ever seen like? Do <laughs> you ever try to look at his legs? It's in these really baggy, you know, pants which fit the gimmick. But you can tell when he stretches those legs out, he's hiding the most weakest legs ever. It's like I think he was actually in prison at one point in his life. But you you can tell he's one of those skipping leg day guys. He was. Just focusing on that gigantic upper body that he had. But yeah. he looked like the fucking genie from Aladdin. <laughs> Coming out here with scrawny has nothing under his, uh, anything from the waist down. is just wisping in the wind. You know? It's like, it's like yeah. looking at somebody as they sitting down behind a desk. And they got this the seat up. Yeah. And then they walk up. Oh, stand up from behind the desk and you get this weird ass box lower part. Like what the it's hell? It's like he's got just skeletons for legs, like skeleton oh, legs. Man, well, he still got his flesh and bones up on top. Not to, <laughs> not to mention he was just walking like, like one of those robots, them old school robots that you had to put batteries <laughs> in. He looks like, like RoboCop. <laughs> oh, just man. coming through the fucking ramp. Come on, man. RoboCop can move, man. <laughs> Great Collie couldn't even bend his leg, dude. He was a prototype <laughs> RoboCop. He couldn't even bend his leg, dude. Oh, my God. Saying there's no, there was nothing to his legs. His like gimmick. They were the ultimate chicken legs if you want to talk proportions of people's bodies. His gimmick was literally come out. Scream and roar, do a couple of chops, do a double hand uh, choke slam, scream and roar again, and weeble wobble your big ass out the ring <laughs> and leave. And, uh, and yet they created a whole match type. Oh, the Punjabi prison. You know, I actually like that match. I actually like that match. I don't know about the four doors closing and stuff, and then they battle. I mean, they can it, eliminate it the really four doors. It's really hard to, to like, visually. You they know? can get rid of the four door situation, and the uh, the will to like, well, well let's like climb the, out of the uh, out of the prison. It's just a bamboo cage then. Okay. I'm I'm fine with a bamboo cage. <laughs> just, if they had bamboo spikes coming out of the sides of the cages, ooh. people get impaled. Yeah, sure. Let's turn it to a blood sport. <laughs> they have <Right>. healthcare. <laughs> no, they don't. At so least now you at least you ain't got to worry about blading. <laughs> you ain't gotta you were blatant. Uh, all I gotta do is just hit your head on the on the cage, and now you're bleeding. Congratulations. Speaking of that, how do you do with those uh, CZW old school ECW matches? Do you like that hardcore shit? Hell yeah, death yeah. matches and stuff. Hell yeah. Most I'm, people, I'm most of the guests. I mean, they were wrestlers themselves, so they were like, Nah, I don't really like that shit. 
not a lot of people like that stuff or can't yeah, stomach I'm it cool or whatever. On it. Well, it's it's understandable because of the simple fact of the uh, the major amount of you know what I'm saying brutal shit that you're putting yourself through, and backyard wrestling like we we gotta you gotta understand like you know backyard hell I even did backyard wrestling when I was a kid, but again we still have no choice but to blame WWE for that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because we see Jeff Hardy doing a, a swanton bomb off off uh off a ladder. And next thing you know, now I want to do a swan time bomb off my porch. So <laughs> I tried doing an elbow off the fucking deck, man. Under exactly. a trampoline. So it's like, you know, like, you know, uh, my I, I, man Def, I, would, I would say that I like death matches. That is, you know what I'm saying? That's obviously, you know, worked, you mm-hmm. know, uh, it, it, like the Kenny Omega versus um, John Moxie match. That hardcore match. Yeah. Now, that was though great. it was brutal, it was still rehearsed. It was, you know, saying they knew yeah. the spots. They knew what it to do. It wasn't just like, here, I'm going to go cut your forehead here with these fucking light bulbs. Right. It, like, it wasn't that CZW app- stuff. Sometimes can just get a little bit to be, all right, let's just make each other as bloody as possible. It wasn't no Jimmy Havoc shit. And right. not, no, no shade throwing towards Jimmy Havoc, but it wasn't no Jimmy Havoc shit. I would say that that hardcore match. Was a hardcore match that we should have been seeing since we had hardcore matches back in the nineties. You feel me? And when I say hardcore matches back in the nineties, if y'all remember the hardcore matches with the hardcore championships and like that those, was the shit. Those were brutal stuff. hardcore matches, but they were, you know, what I'm saying against they they were still rehearsed. They still knew the spots mm-hmm. to go to and what to do. And those matches, and that's why the matches was as good as they were. The ECW. It's completely different because that shit was not rehearsed. It was <laughs> but New Jack jumping off of balconies and shit, shit beating people up, like literally beating Cutting the shit out of up. you up with 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 a steel bats. Killer. Like that, that's assault, fam. Like it is, man. I'm, I'm not with. Not I'm not with. with that either. Don't. I'm. I'm not with the the. Don't. Don't. If you're gonna do a hardcore match, do it out of the fun of let's entertain the fans. Let's kick some ass and and have a good time. But if you're gonna get serious in a match, you don't deserve to be a professional wrestler. Point point blank, and that's it. I I always find myself relating music and wrestling a lot, and I like to consider like those Kenny Omega matches, like the the the, the or the Kenny Omega John Moxley match, like you referred before, mm-hmm. or those like really good like planned out hardcore matches as like a Metallica song where it's like it's hard, it's metal, it's you know it's hardcore or whatever. But you could tell it's very like there's a symphony to it, there's an art to it, there's like structure to it and everything. Right. But when you get to like ECW, that's more like deathcore, really heavy fucking metal where it's just all over the place and screaming and shit. Oh <laughs> you man, know, that's what it is. Like it's, it's it is what it is. I don't it's, know the point I was trying to prove, but it's, that's it's, the it's good. I had in my head. It's good to enjoy. <laughs> it's good to enjoy when it's time to enjoy it. However, it's not. It's not. Is ex- exciting as it will be if you did it all the time, point blank. Oh, absolutely. Right. And I would have a different opinion, I believe, if I was in the business as a wrestler, knowing what all those bumps feel like to begin with and doing all the things that are hurting my body, just being a normal wrestler, and then watching that and being like, feeling it myself, you know, mm-hmm. because you've been there. Oh, that would really suck. Like, it would be hard to stomach a match if you were in one like that. 
Yo. Oh, what's up? <laughs> we on FaceTime? Well, we doing a little Instagram, a little Instagram <laughs> video. I'm here Is with... Is this your mom? Oh, no, it's us. No, no, no. Instagram. I'm playing. I'm playing. What? I'm playing. <laughs> I got jokes. Shout out to Logan Mike. Is that what that is? I guess. Doing the radio <laughs> podcast and getting it in, y'all. Hell yeah. Yo. What up? Yeah, yeah. Third Fall Podcast, baby. Follow us. Yeah. We everywhere in your ear. Spotify. Apple Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Anchor.fm, of course. Anchor.fm. What? What? <laughs> I'm sweating like a mother. YouTube, maybe. Is it hot in here? Sorry. Because I got my hat on. Because, oh, okay. you know, I'm black. And that happens. <laughs> Wait, when you are black, and you got extra pair of pants and shirts on, and a large hat with locks. Yeah, I'm hot than a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and in this hot room where three people are talking and just all that and energy's sh- coming out, and, and just sharing our hot and ass breath with one another. Oh yeah, yeah. <sighs> no, <laughs> bunch of weed smoke in the air, just wafting. I have chicken grease in my pocket. That's so. I guess that's we, fucking hey. weird. What? <laughs> <laughs> or not grease, what? but what? Chicken, chicken grease. He got a chicken skin. piece in his pocket, y'all. Skin. My bad. Chicken skin. Chicken skin. You saving my it bad. For later I said grease. No, I don't know. I just there was, was more in the bucket, man. Fumbling around in here, and I'm like, what in the hell? You need to save the crumbs. Yeah, I guess. Hungry. I sh- I suppose we haven't even like really done a recap. I, we did raw. <laughs> we did do we raw. Did, we didn't we even finish raw. A little raw. bit of a raw. raw. <laughs> we did like five percent of raw. And then we just <laughs> we, we, even made, we went right on the highway. Went straight to Iowa. <laughs> we <laughs> missed our exit ten exits ago. Yeah. So back to raw. <laughs> yeah, we didn't get to the end of it, did we? Uh, no, not really. I no, mean, we didn't. I like, mean, but uh, meh. The show, the show is the show itself this past Monday was was pretty good. It was pretty decent. Um, so next week, next Monday coming up, we're getting Beth Phoenix coming to talk about Edge's oh. injury, which in my opinion, it's gonna set up her little return, right? Either one or two things is gonna happen. Either we're gonna get Randy Orton coming out with an RKO to to Beth Phoenix, and we should see that anyway because if he was able to RKO. Uh, Stephanie McMahon. Of course, he's going to RKO Beth Phoenix. I don't know if they're ready to do that. That be that edgy show again. I don't think they're they're ready. ready. And then, or like you said, she's coming back to prepare for her tag team, uh, her tag team partner Natalia to go after the tag team championships, which is pretty cool. (coughs) But where they fail, defending them, (laughs) where they fail at is. Being that Beth Phoenix is still an NXT uh, commentary. So if she did win the women's tag team champions with Natalia, the question that I would have is do that mean we get Beth Phoenix for Monday Night Raw or do we get Natalia for NXT? I Me personally, win, so. I want Natalia for NXT. I want Natalia in NXT. Why? Yeah, I, I would say so too. They're not really. They're kind of done using her Pretty on much. the main roster. She's done everything except when the women. Once Ronda left, she had she couldn't pre- be that that friend to somebody. Can I can I just say that like, once she's Ronda, a nice lady though. Once Ronda left, <laughs> she was like the little outcast. Like it's like being in prison and you had that one friend that could bully everybody for you, but then she 
your bully friend is gone, so now you're just like, oh, shit. But Natalia, I'm not saying, well, just yeah, one of those that, like, that you Natalia knew, is like that right you knew now. Could, you knew they could work, but they haven't really been pushed right. Exactly. Like Jacqueline. Remember exactly. Jacqueline? She was oh, fucking yeah. great. I love Jacqueline. One of my Jazz favorites. was one of my favorites, dude. I, she was a legitimate badass. Uh, 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 awesome Kong. She was on AEW, uh, uh, yeah. Battle Royal. Yeah. That's right. She's like bald now. Yeah, because uh, cancer. Oh, damn. Cancer, yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't know it was like that. You know, I didn't even know that her, Still that Rodney Mack, I don't know if you remember Rodney Mack. It's the Mac Miller tick. Yeah. Coming you, to you, get it on. You, you remember uh-huh. him? Uh, yeah, exactly. yeah, I know who you're saying. That's her brother. I really? Didn't, I didn't know that shit until, oh. I, until I read the uh, biography of uh, Theodore Long. They, oh, wow. Their brother and sister. In fact, how they, how, how she was, uh, how she got signed to the WWE was because of Theodore Long picking up uh, Rodney Mack. They was they even went to the same wrestling the same wrestling organizations. Uh, they were even in the gender tag team champions before. Really? Yeah. Who? Rodney Mack and Jazz. They're husband and wife. Nah. Yeah. Brother and sister. I don't think so. Really? It's either incest or love. This is uh, that would be weird. I swear. I, I swear <laughs> to you, I read up on it, and uh, they were and oh, they were talking about this could either be. Uh, or, I, oh, you, you know, I yeah, swear dude. to you. They've been married since 2008. They got two kids. They're oh. married. That's why I'm like, what the shit is he talking about? Well, brother ex- and ex- sister. Excuse me. I, swear, <laughs> I swear to you, I read that shit. I was no, like, I was, I was, they were fucking, no, I was they, flabbergasted because I'm like, Rodney Mack and Jazz is like, Rodney Mack and Jazz just didn't seem right as brother and sister, but yeah. they seem great as a tag team. But I, I swear to you, I thought in I could have sworn I read that. In life. In, in, in matrimony. In, in, in. <laughs> but yeah, man. You're forever my tag team partner. She, she, she's a definite a great females wrestler, though. I f- definitely would put her in the WWE Hall of Fame. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Without question. It, was, it wasn't a long run. It, it was wasn't. impactful. It wasn't. It was impactful. It was definitely just impactful. Just like China's. Just like, just like. Short uh, but impactful. So. Just like Gail Kim. Nobody ain't gonna want to show. Ain't nobody gonna show Gail Kim the respect that she deserves. Because Vince was a total racist and didn't think an Asian woman could be a super Asian woman at that. Be popular or attractive. Oh wait, uh, 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 Asian Canadian, Uh, Asian Canadian, Canadian, yeah, (laughs) a Canadian. Man, that's a gem. But uh, yeah, so Beth Phoenix might uh will be showing up next week. Uh, for Monday Night Raw. We got to skip oh. all that bowl. I got to know what happens to Otis. Otis? That's what's going to happen. How's that storyline going, out. We're going to find out Friday. But so far, I saw he yeah, dropped pushing. the roses. Dolphins. So, yeah, he dropped the roses because Mandy Rose, uh, well, Dolph Ziggler came uh, on the date. He came yeah. to the same restaurant where he was supposed to, uh, where Otis was supposed to meet Mandy Rose. Oh. And basically I took his date. I know where my silver one went. Basically took his date. Yeah, I saw that. And then I also saw on Ups and Downs that he was, like, hiding behind just in this air, random area backstage while he eavesdropped in on Mandy saying that she was looking forward to meeting up with him. But apparently the story is that Otis said that, or because Tucker confronted mm-hmm. Sonia and Mandy about it mm-hmm. to call him out on that. And she was like, oh, I thought he was coming, like, 
but he, he, she was like, that's bullshit because uh, he got a text from you saying, I'm running late or something like that. So mm-hmm. they set it up like Sonia is the one that made the text message. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's they, crazy. Do you think that's going to cause them to actually break up and have a rivalry? Oh, yeah. And Otis because maybe will turn Because Sonia Deville is going to feel that uh, they haven't even Mandy won the Rose is... Yet, though. And, I like their cool. team. And that's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm perfectly fine yeah. with them two breaking up because I want yeah. Sonya Deville to go after the uh, SmackDown Women's Champion. She's a great wrestler. Hell, you got you got a SmackDown version of Shayna Baszler right there. In your right there in your roster. You're not going to use her. Are yeah. you kidding me? I know. Like, I mean, and no shade There's towards so talent, Mandy, but uh, Mandy Rose. They she, don't give it enough time right now. Man, like she's a great wrestler, great mm-hmm. striker, like. Or if they're going to do something like this, have Mandy maybe win the belt once they do turn, and then Sony will take it off of Mandy. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. But they do have to build her more like, see, they're going to make Sonya the heel, though. Yeah. And Mandy the face. Yeah. So it really wouldn't because work at unless the end Mandy of it, would turn face as soon as she became champion. Or because at the end of the day, it's all about Otis getting his payback. So I feel, and this may sounds may sound strange, but I feel... Otis versus Dolph Ziggler WrestleMania. No, that's that's probably what the storyline is. Oh, that's, for sure. That's one. That's giving something Dolph to do. Yeah. And it might break out Otis as a singles competitor more. Yeah. Um, and that's crazy because heavy machinery I is a great team. I still think we're all getting swerved at the end. Like Mandy actually doesn't want to be with Otis. They won't actually do this, but you she's, think so? she's you gonna. Think she's going for the ultimate heel. The ultimate heel, where it's like they're gonna swerve all the way to WrestleMania, where Otis beats. Dolph Ziggler and she slaps him kicks at him the in the end. balls right after the match. They love the the, the but nut shot. Another, they love it. <laughs> another another Trish Stratus, Chris Jericho, uh, Christian angle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where I, it's like even Stephanie. Remember Stephanie with the whole McMahon feud? Yeah, she and turns she, on Vince mm-hmm. when that whole shit with Triple H, and joins Triple H. Mm-hmm. It's like you, th- I you can were see that for the whole time, but I can see that because nope. Mandy Rose is the type of female to go. What the fuck? Why? Why She's, somebody like me would want to date somebody like you? Mm-hmm. So I could see that. That's more character. She's more of a. I feel she would be a better heel, and Sonya could be the face. Sonya Deville is the face. They, are, they could. I like them just both where they are right now as heels, but I don't like their position of in the company. Is that the storyline is actually the thing I'm interested in most because I love Otis so much. Otis is a pretty. It's the great, only thing I care about right now. He's a pretty funny big guy. I'm ready for heavy machinery. <laughs> I'm ready for heavy machinery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for the. He took my date. The tag team championship for them. He took my job. So who who do y'all look at? Like who's y'all tag teams that y'all look at? Lucha Bros, Mexican. I love. Cero Miedo. Yeah, I love Lucha Bros. Love Lucha Bros. They're probably my favorite tag team right now. Power Trip. Power Trip. Who's that? Triple H and Stone Cold. Ooh. They're not even in a tag That's, team. Yeah, right. They're not even in this era. What's wrong with you? Current <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I live in the past. <laughs> <laughs> so do we all. Yeah. Power Trip. They beat Lita and, and Matt Hardy last week. Beat the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> Stone Cold is back and I don't know about it. <laughs> He broke him in half <laughs> last Monday. God damn, kid. God damn, Triple H. 
Bring me back too soon. God damn, I'm mad. Still fuck. Only a thousand of these damn figures. It's getting real indecisive about that Chris Jericho who wants to pick the up. AEW figures just came out not too long ago. Or are they just pre order right now? Oh, uh, pre order right now. It comes out in July. 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 But see, yeah, this is the. Quite some time. I like it though, because the f- a scarf looks pretty dope. Sorry, I'm a big figurehead. I like wrestling figures. I, I think f- anybody can tell when they walk inside your office. <laughs> Honestly, like True. real, real talk. The figures you got going on over there, man, those are dope. Yeah, AJ. Yeah. All of his Lucy's. I, Ooh, I see you got half feel, a Kyle? Bullet Club over there. He got half a book. Well, almost half a Bullet Club. Over Pretty there. much with all those fins too. He's got the whole. He's got mini fin, <laughs> regular fin, and demon fin. Yeah. Super demon fin, I'd call it, because he's a head taller than. The other fin. <laughs> He's on a platform. That looks, that almost looks like that wrestler I made. Uh, I came sin. Just imagine oh. him all blacked out, though. Finn Bauer took a back bump on my computer. Oh, terrible. Flat back? Is he all right? So, yeah, he's fine. Oh, no, he's still massively giant. Yeah. Except for he can't move his arms or anything. Dude, that's dope. But that's cool. If they made like if they made a whole like group of wrestlers like this, like a bunch of, this is the this is what I would get over the actual action figure. Cause I want it to look like realistic. Like there's no fucking joint manipulation at all. It stands up fine. Mm-hmm. You know, that's goes right on the shelf. That's what I'd rather get. But have them do different poses. I mean this one he does that kind of pose, so it's good for him. Yeah. But have like McFoley with the Bang bang with the bang shit. bang. It's that easy. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be really cool. But they don't do that shit. This is rare. Uh, I'm getting rare. a Braun Strowman next. I kind of like those ten dollar figures, like just the basic ass. $10 do you know ones. Braun Strowman, Drake Maverick, and EC3 of a podcast? No. It's called Magic City. I want to say Magic City. It's actually kind of dope. It's only like four or five episodes in, so it's really new. Hmm. But give them those three guys something to do. Yeah, pretty cause. cool. <laughs> I've been listening to Totally Potpourri. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a good podcast. Oh, the new episode just came out last Tuesday, so like yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I was listening to it. Good Kenyan accent. Dude, yeah, he's uh, my my co-host Matt lived in Kenya for like a good chunk of his childhood because his parents are missionaries, I believe. Oh, that's. And he's dope. got this. He's a white guy, but he's got this spot-on Canyon accent. It's insane. Oh, man. That's How dope. do you do this podcast? I can't do it. I'm going to do it in justice. <laughs> he does it so perfect, though. <laughs> Is he doing like a chin-up? Yeah. He's doing a chin-up. He's just hanging out. <laughs> Definitely just, just hanging chin-ups. out, right? See, you can't do that with any of those guys in your box. Nope. Let him out the box. Let him out the box. Never. Let him out the box. <laughs> Especially that new Matt Hardy I just picked up. Yes, wonderful. let me out the box. Wonderful. Wonderful. Him and Vanguard it's got can the, hang out. It's got Vanguard. Yeah, you need okay. to they, pull that bitch out, they can both hang out and configure box. that damn drone, bro. You have a drone and you're not going to use it? No. <laughs> Come on. Vanguard, yes. <laughs> Vanguard won. I'm so sad how they did uh, Bray Wyatt and... Uh, Matt Hardy. That was my favorite team. The the leader of worlds was my favorite. It went from like such an epic comeback to nothing within a year. Yeah, they could have had a really good run together. Mm -hmm. They really could. Tag team champions. But you can't always just blame me for that situation because injuries for one. Jeff Hardy getting in trouble again for two. Hmm. 
With the law. With the law. He keeps fighting the law, but What's the law keeps winning. Ooh. I, oh, I, I heard a snap, oh, bro. Oh, golly. I heard a snap, Ooh. bro. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I had to. It's not like those old rubber ones where they bone crunch in action. <laughs> that sounded like it. No, that sounded like an like, actual bone breaking. <laughs> bend me if you want to. Break me if you want to use me, apparently. See, you might as well not give them joints if they fucking make that noise after you bend their legs. Oh, <laughs> shit. Keep them straight. Kinshasa. Right to the face. It's kind of fun. Why wasn't that match ever put on TV? Um, um, NXT, but not. Yeah, I was sure say that. Finske. There should have been a team called Finske. Just, I'm just playing. (laughs) I'm I'm done with you, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just done with you. Finske. Finske. Finske Balamora. Oh, yeah. Balamora. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Finske Balamora. I can just picture Shinsuke doing his little ring, his rope just thing. Just be a demon and Finn. And then you got Finn Balor doing Or the, demon Shinsuke. Doing the... Doing, mm-hmm. the, <laughs> doing the arm thing. Going down like he's... You got like the get up of the, of, uh, the demon, though. Be pretty cool. You know what else would have been cool? Old school Kane. And Finn Balor as a team. That would have been dope. Probably a better fit than Daniel Bryan. Even though that kind of worked, to be honest. The, the real team hell? Well, I wouldn't call them hell no. But the de- uh, the the devil's favorite demon and the demon as a tag team together. The ruth- ruthless uh, aggression era of Kane when he just took off the mask. That one, I would put the mask on him. I, uh, I like the, the the one where he got like the most eliminations that year. Yeah. Oh, oh you talking about? Okay, yeah. With like the kind of clear looking. It was more of a wrestling singlet, kind of clear looking. Yeah, I remember that mask on. I was like ninety nine, right? More, but that was like ninety nine yeah. or two thousand. I'm gonna admit, I think it was in retrospect. It was weird. Like in the moment, I thought it was a bad time to turn or to take his mask off. But when I look at it in retrospect. If they were gonna push him further, that might have been the sacrifice he needed to make to like rebrand his character. Yeah, and it was, I think it was at the right time. But as a kid, I just didn't. I wanted to see it because I definitely tuned in yeah. <laughs> that fucking day. But I wanted it, the build to be something different than just Rob Van Dam teaming with him as tag team. And although, for some reason, that meshed a little bit because you could put Rob Van Dam with anybody and it's dope. <laughs> exactly, know? exactly. But still, like I wanted him to be like immediately pushing for that title before he even takes the mask off. So it's even that much more of a bigger deal because he's actually like in a relevant title fight. You know, and honestly, I would have I liked to have seen the Taurus media, let him win WrestleMania, uh, let him win the Royal Rumble and, you know, more closer to, uh, to, to give, WrestleMania. You know, now you, you're giving him more shit. Mm-hmm. Now the pressure is on. And Kane is, you know, saying on his hellacious rant like he usually would do, and then boom, now you're gonna have, now you're gonna have to come face to face with reality and take that mask off, and that's, you know, saying again, uh, like you said, that's when you would have took off the mask and went straight after the champion, whooped his ass, and like a and, SummerSlam match or something. Yeah. Because obviously, if they want to preserve that streak, Kane could never beat 
uh, Undertaker in WrestleMania, which would be a huge thing to get over in. But if it's just a title match, you can do this shit like SummerSlam. And, yeah. And, and be a believable. Who was the world's champion doing? I think it was Triple H during that time. Yeah, during that time. Yeah, because yep. it was uh, yep. Evolution is a mystery. Huh? Kyle, you know it. Come on, Kyle. Come sit and no one see. What? I'm Mr. Doom, Mr. Mystery. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yesterday like was me. long ago. There you go. What it takes is all I know. Is that, is that what it is? Tomorrow's just the place to be. Yeah. Ah, that hurts my throat. <laughs> <laughs> the evolution. Evolution. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm dying. It took a bong rip. Okay, so... To let to let all the <coughs> listeners know, we are not smoking. That just happened. <laughs> that just happened because the voice for <laughs> Lemmy. How many cigarettes do you got to smoke to get Lemmy's voice and have it be comfortable? <laughs> oh no! Well, we just have to I'm ask about Bobby. To find out. We we got to ask Bobby Fish how many fish. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Fish fry. Bobby Fish cook fry, fry fish. fish. Hey, bro, is that something good tonight? You know, bro, Matt Riddle had to be smoking heavy as hell when he came with that shit. I heard one, a meme that said, how many McGriddles can Matt Riddle grit? Can Matt Riddle griddle if Matt Griddle could griddle McGriddles? Oh, my God. I think I hit that. Stumbled in the midway. Oh, my God. Boom. Regardless who is there and Mr. Riddle is to blame. So thank you, Mr. Riddle. Thanks, Mr. Riddle. <laughs> thank you. Him and RVD would either be the greatest rivalry or the greatest tag team of all time. Both. Both. Fuck the bros get... weights. No, I'm not saying fuck the bros weights, but I'll say it. Fuck the bros weights. Fuck the bros weights. <laughs> because first of all, Pete Whoa, Dunn, why? Pete Dunn, and Matt Riddle is two completely different characters. Yeah, and I think that's and I think that's the reason why they went with with. Where they the went, contrast and styles. Yeah, just literally giving something to do to. You need to give you, you got to give somebody like Pete Dunne, a former uh, UK champion. You got to give him some type of character. He's so serious and he's such a a bruiser. So why not match him with the most chilled motherfucker in the roster? It's What's like up, a- bro? <laughs> How you doing? It's one of those buddy cop movies, you know? <laughs> one of them's like just a... Or they're both just complete yin and yangs of each other. Oh, yeah. But if it's a perfect match, I mean, it's all up to you, but... Dude, I can just picture this whole scenario of Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle sitting in the room and Matt Riddle trying to hit the bong and he trying to give it to Pete Dunne on some... He's just like taping some his smoky, wrist or some shit. On some smoky from Friday yeah. type shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Pete Dunne just got that face like, dude, get the fuck out of my face. I'm not hitting that. Get out It'd of my face. be very Ice Cube and Chris Tucker. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Friday shit. <laughs> That's funny. Come on, man. This uh, one, man. Uh, uh, Raw Tag Team Champions. Who? Wait, there's tag team belts and Raw and SmackDown. <laughs> this is new. Is, is this new? Yeah, I yeah. That I, I, I know. Long ago. Yeah, I, I know us. with the lackluster of tag team matches that's been going on. Uh, Super Showdown, which is tomorrow. Tomorrow, obviously. we got street because I'm at work and there's nothing better to do. Yeah, yay. <laughs> we got Street Profits versus dun, 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 dun. Buddy and the Monday Night. No, no, no. It's Murphy. 
Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Murphy <laughs> yeah. and the Monday Night Messiah. Messiah. Seth freaking Rollins. <laughs> I don't know why everybody hates me. All I did was post <laughs> one picture of my bank account. And, and, and telling Will Ospreay off. But uh, <laughs> apparently people really like this guy. He doesn't work for WWE, so like, he's got to be a piece of shit. Like, first of all, leave Will Ospreay alone, sir. <laughs> and then second of all, leave Will Ospreay alone, sir. <laughs> he is the reverse color version of Ricochet. So leave that man. <laughs> that would be the, it'd be the greatest tag on. team. It's like two superheroes getting together. And not to do the whole superhero stupid thing that they're doing with Ricochet, but... That's what it would be like if like the half the Avengers Hell got together. Yeah. Hell Iron yeah. Man and fucking Iron Man too. <laughs> so so let me ask y'all something. Do y'all Hulk, think do y'all Hulk think that bad. Ricochet and Will Ospreay really have like real life beef? Because their movesets is Who? Will Ricoch- Ospreay and Ricochet. They do have beef? No, I'm asking. Oh. Like well, do y'all beef. think no. that Y'all think they got outside beef? No, no. They know the money that they would make together. They have great matches together. And yeah, they, yeah, they I'm sure they match tremendous, well. great matches. Oh. Like, so I feel like I don't think Ricochet will ever be pushed the way that the fans want him to be pushed. And I just hope he can see the writing on the walls and get out before he gets right got. Before, yep, right before it's too late. Because he could be the number one indie guy. And he he or was even he just was. a stellar AEW guy, or even the champion. You AW. know, with somebody like Will, with somebody like Ricochet, somebody do you really see him? For thirty bucks. What did you say? Someone selling a new Jack figure for thirty dollars. Wait, new Jack got 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 figures out. He got a figure. Comes out with his entire homicide kit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the kitchen knife. That he used in the mass transit accident. And he still bats along with that? <laughs> cool. Who the balcony, he jumps out. Deal. Do y'all really see Ricochet as an AEW wrestler? Cause yeah, I, I can see it. I, I I don't think so, man. It's just not a good feel for him. Dude, that's that's where all that flippy shit is really excelling. Y- y- like, Damn, it's, you it's, know what? It's I, invading, you know what? Now that you're saying that. It's invading WWE, but... They don't like that indie style, that New Japan style, that all 100 miles an hour style as much. Like, So they keep it basic. They keep it going pretty fast, I feel like. Especially mm-hmm. like Seth Rollins matches are pretty like fast-paced, kind of all over the place. Same with Ricochet and stuff. But they try to tone it down a bit, I think, on the show. Just because it's not Vince's preferred cup of tea. Right. But he does appreciate some of the athleticism. But like, look, you don't see the 630 out every time now. Yeah, no. They're, they're keeping. The, they're trying to protect the moves, which I can agree with them there sometimes. Protect some of those crazy moves that they do, but that dude's perfect for AEW. I feel. Yeah. AJ Styles, if you ever want to come over too, but AJ Styles is a perfect fit anywhere. Anywhere. That's that's just unfair. He resigned. <laughs> huh? He resigned like back uh, a few months ago. Him and um. He was like the but, pioneer of all like the 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 talent now. I feel like. He was for, the one for, that proved that you can be that, well, they call it the X division, right? Or that, that cruiserweight kind of guy, that light mm-hmm. heavyweight. But as long as you got, like, good character, good technique, you got the whole package, mm-hmm. you can make it, you know? Just I'm like, sure that Eddie Guerrero before him and all that stuff. But as far as the new wave of talent, he was kind of the leader of it, I feel. Oh, yeah. Almost the well, sting. I would definitely say, like, I would, say, I would agree. 
far as mm-hmm. like when it comes to like the newer generation uh, of high flyers, AJ, Christopher Daniels, mm-hmm. uh, hell, Alex Shelley. Alex Shelley trained a lot of these new generation wrestlers. Um, like the Young Bucks, um, he trained them. You know what I'm saying? Him and um, uh, what's his name? Chris Sabian. I could be saying yeah. his name wrong, but the uh, motor machine, the mm-hmm. motor Chris machine, Saban. Chris Saban, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, Chris yep. Saban. Those two trained the Young Bucks, and and like I said, Alex Shelley got his fingerprints on a lot of certain wrestlers that's in these different promotions, kicking ass and flying and doing what they supposed to do because of him. You know, mm-hmm. just like, just like we can also argue about how uh, Billy Kidman is uh, one of the pioneers of this too. You and Rey Mysterio as far as Lucha is concerned oh, as well, or no, any high flying. Mysterio was the first is, one to really prove that you can be a little guy and man, be successful. And, and, and what's crazy is because WWE was trying to push that for Shawn Michaels, when in reality, you pretty much fucked that over. You, you, you pretty much fucked him over with that and gave that to Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio bust his ass as yeah, the little did. dude that he is this little legend that he is and was able to take on bigger guys and actually win clean sometimes. I sometimes wonder where his career would have been if Eddie didn't die and they made that storyline for like the sympathy of it. Honestly, no, I think it was I a good time been, to give him the belt. Obviously he would have been WWE champion. I, I, a matter of time. It had to have happened at some time. Not to mention it would have blew over. First of all, yeah. he would have, he would have won the WWE championship. Because Eddie Guerrero had that title. He and would have had so re- many good matches with Eddie. Exactly. And oh, if we all man. remember, Eddie Guerrero could not beat Mysterio. Mm-hmm. So if anybody was going to drop, if he was going to drop the title to it anybody, it had to be. It, it had, had to. to be. You have right. to drop it to Mysterio. Because, or, you know, throw Brock Lesnar in there. And I, five minutes, I mean, so. well, during that, during, <laughs> I mean, but you Even though think, he beat Brock Lesnar. Because during that time, when he, after he beat Lesnar, Lesnar went straight to let let me try my luck in the NFL. Let me try my luck in uh New Japan Pro Wrestling. Let me try my luck here and there. So with him being gone, now we got John Cena. We still got Randy Orton. We still got the Batista. We still got to think about certain storylines that would have continued even if, you know what I'm saying, uh, if once Brock left. So we already had... Um, Eddie Guerrero winning the WWE Championship, and then of course you're gonna have to put him against John Cena. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Kurt Angle, um, and and probably one more other big name before you get to Rey Mysterio. Booker mm. T. Exactly. Fuck that. If if I remember, if if men research me correct, and, and if it, if I'm wrong, then please let me know. But during that year, Booker T. Ended up getting traded. To SmackDown from Raw, so when he got traded from from SmackDown uh, mm-hmm. from Raw to SmackDown, that would have been perfect to have him as that new number one contender to go after uh, Eddie Guerrero because he kept saying SmackDown is for the minor leagues. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I hate. I don't want to be here. Put me back to Raw. So and you know what I'm saying? It would have been a great storyline to prove. You know what I'm saying? Well, if it's if it's the minor leagues, prove it. Beat mm-hmm. the WWE champion Eddie Guerrero, and again Guerrero would have got over on that, which then would have led to Mysterio, 
Cause like like we just said, Mysterio never got beat by Guerrero. Yep. So eventually you had to drop the title to mm-hmm. Mysterio, which then Mysterio would have dropped the title to Randy Orton. Or even back to Eddie. Finally beats him. You know, I would I would look at it more as I would look at it more as he wouldn't have been able to drop the title back to Eddie, but it would have been a heel turn that Eddie would have betrayed uh Ray, as always. Mm. And Mysterio would have dropped the title to Randy Orton still. Or not still, but he would have dropped the title to Orton. The the new up and coming. So, you know what I mean? I, I look at it like, you know what I'm saying, Mysterio could have been at least he would have won his first WWE championship the same year that Eddie died. However, mm-hmm. if Eddie didn't die, it would have been Eddie that dropped the title to him. So it just would have maybe taken a little bit longer to build that awesome fucking story. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You I know, could see that. They always it's started inevitable. off. They always start, especially when it comes to Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio, they always start the story off, oh, they're a great tag team. They're kicking ass. They're doing what they're supposed to do. Or Eddie Guerrero is getting jumped on by a certain amount of wrestlers. Rey Mysterio is jumping in. That's where the tag team championships matches would have mm-hmm. happened. Which they probably would have won, but nine times out of ten they wouldn't have because Eddie Guerrero was already in his storyline. Mm. So with that being said, uh, more tag team matches, more tag team matches, which then would have lead to Mysterio in the number one contendership match. Kind of like what they did with Batista and him, or Edge and him, same shit. You feel me? You put Ray anywhere and he's exactly. gonna excel. And 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 hell, I'm even go as far as saying <clears throat> that if Eddie didn't pass, Eddie would have been. A money in the bank winner, and the and the Roy Rumble winner, in my opinion. Oh, I, I yeah, believe he would have won money in the bank at some he point. He definitely would have won money mm-hmm. in the bank. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't see, I wouldn't even see it as Edge winning the money in the bank twice. It would have been Edge, and then it probably would have been Eddie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. So I definitely would have seen Eddie as money that. in the bank. I definitely would have seen Eddie oh, as money yeah, in the dude. bank winner, and he'd be a total oh, that been cool with that shit. And not to mention, it's, it goes perfect with his character because yeah. he's going to steal that title. He's going to steal that shit, man. He's going to steal that championship. It's he just, lie, he cheat, he steal. He always, he always wait for the, you know what I'm saying, Eddie Guerrero has always been the person to wait for his timing. Hmm. And then when the time is perfect, that's when he gets you. Yeah. I know one fact about Eddie Guerrero's death that I can probably bank on is that Chris Benoit probably wouldn't have done what he did without Eddie's death. Yes. That shook fact. his ass to the core. It made him go to the depths of his own I brain. Mean, I mean, shit. How like would you crazy. feel if you're... It wasn't even his brain. His brain was becoming decrepit, too, from all the fucking head injuries. Exactly. So it was like a weird combination of life shit happening to him and, and psychological brain, brain damage that's happening to him. And the cocktail of that shit mm-hmm. made something really fucked up. I mean, shit. How would you feel if you... If you're a best friend that you've been traveling Absolutely. with for damn near, uh, damn near a third of your, your life, brother. a third of your life, y'all all over the world, all over the world, they're always in like promotions with each other, mm-hmm. and they always seem to find their way back to each other. Mm-hmm. You know, right? Like, like oh, dude, that's got to be such a bond mm-hmm. to travel with that so, one guy, pretty much all over the world. So just imagine, you know, saying you can just imagine. You know what I'm saying? How his Chris, brain wasn't ready for Chris was was feeling, and then mm-hmm. you're, and then you have to up and act like, you know, saying everything is okay. Now you have to now the torch that both of y'all was running and, and running with, it's now officially on your back now. 
Mm-hmm. Now you have no choice but to carry finish carrying Archer. Oh man, that was such a cool WrestleMania moment. Yeah, when they both had the belts. Yeah, it was. It's like damn, it's like dude. seeing your it's like seeing Matt and Jeff win mm-hmm. WWE and Universal the same night. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That like it's crazy. It's just, it's just like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't care what anybody's saying. Those like Perry Saturn, uh, Dean Malenko. You know what I'm saying? The radicals, yeah. The radical. Those two didn't share the same bond that Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero shared. Mm -hmm. They was just, you know what I'm saying, the four hottest free agents of that era. And we got... They fucked Perry Saturn up. (laughs) 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 At least they made Dean Malenko like a a ladies' man. (laughs) It didn't really resonate too well. He did kind of look like James Bond, but... Perry Saturn screwed himself over when he like drove that dude into the stairs. Facts. When he shot on him. Because yeah. he, he, well, his defense, he got dropped on his head apparently, and then he just kind of went into berserker mode. Yeah, and fuck this dude up. He, yeah, he dropped that dude on his head. It looked so painful, and it so was a dick move. I but always had a question, damn. like, why Perry Saturn? Like, I've never understood like how he was able to get or be a member of the Radicals when, like, if you look at all four members, physique, he was the biggest one out of the four. Yeah. Like and he was the he was the ECW submission or your greatest technical wrestler besides Taz himself. But he mm-hmm. was not as talented as Dean Malenko. Or but Dean a, Malenko didn't have that build like Vince. No, he didn't. Had that build. He had that old but man. He didn't build. treat. Yeah, he didn't treat Perry right. He had a weird gimmick, and then he had the thing with the mop, which was actually the thing that made him the most over. Moppy. God damn, dude. Finny have sex with a mop. Then you got married. Did you to know mop? that uh, he um, stopped a mugging from yeah. happening, and then he got shot in like the back or the back of the neck or something like that. Damn! But he like basically saved a life. Almost died himself. Wow! Wasn't equivalents. Yeah. He was uh, in the army too. So good ass dude. Then he got addicted to meth. It's pretty open about it and stuff. But he's a uh, he's. Still kicking, man, and I think he's making better choices. So shout out Saturn. He's still alive. Yeah, Perry Saturn's still alive. What do What did he do yeah. nowadays? That man, he was I like, don't know. like a couple, well, like maybe like. Uh, he was close to death, I would assume. I would say about like 2012, 2013 is when he was online begging, asking for money because like he was getting divorced and he was losing everything, oh, and man. he wasn't working or anything, and so like that was the last I heard of him, but. I'm sure he's bounced back and is doing well. Hopefully, and we hope. Hope <laughs> Perry Saturn is doing well. Shouts out to probably Perry not listening to this podcast, but <laughs> <laughs> did we really just shout out Perry Saturn? We did. Yes, we of did. All the wrestlers we shouted out. <laughs> Perry Saturn. Yes. Shout out the booty man. <laughs> no, my dude, you are on your. own. <laughs> Sorry about your face, booty man. Booty man. <laughs> That's funny. The Rock um, versus the Booty Man. Well, <laughs> I can see it now. WrestleMania 12. <laughs> Do I would say uh, what The Rock is cooking. It's about yes. that booty. time, folks. Booty. <laughs> what do you think? About that time. Yeah, champ. it is. We, we probably are, hit that two-hour mark. We are almost there. A minute and 58 seconds. So we'll get there by the time we get done with this little glass bit here. That's right. Uh, got any uh, socials you want to throw out there? Yes, please follow Armageddon Productions on Instagram, SoundCloud, Reverb Nation, Number One Music, and Facebook. Uh, 
You can check us out um, again on Facebook, Armageddon Productions. When you see the Pharaoh Skull, you know you found the right place. Check us out, uh, Armageddon Radio. Shout out to B&E, uh, Logan Mike, hey. and Young Half Pint. Hey. Thank y'all for letting me come on the show, man. I hope to come back real Loved soon. having you, man. Oh, for sure. Hell yeah. Always good talking the shit, talking the wrestling shit. Hell but yeah. I better make my plugs, too. Yeah, of course. So, you can follow me at the letter I, the letter M, Logan Michaels. Go to officiallogamichaels.com for all my merchandise, tour dates, Merch. info, Buy music. It. This podcast is on it. Hell all my yeah. fucking music. And oh. then the Totally Potpourri podcast. We can follow on Facebook at TPP Podcast. It's on YouTube. We do a video series. And it's also on Anchor, Spotify, yeah. Apple Podcasts. I think that's the major three that I need to say. Etc. Etc. So go do that shit and uh, say what's up. Yeah, yeah. And you already know where I'm at because you're listening to the show. So follow on popular media. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. By the way, follow. I gotta get them credentials from you, bro. Yeah, I got you. Nice. Um, I'm gonna be an admin. <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks everybody for listening. Mm-hmm. Have a good night. I don't have any cool like theme song thing like you do. I this just... is totally Popery. Let's put it back in the ending. Yeah, we got maybe I'll make your ending song too. It's yeah. all about the game. I'll get to work. I get playing it. Or we could just end with the theme song. You can't see. That's a good idea. Let's end Why with not? the game's theme song. With the who's? The game. Oh. Put it in the post edit. Fuck it. <laughs> it. It's in there. <laughs> Get it in post edit. <laughs> well, good night, y'all. Good night, everybody. Good night. Sleep tight. Peace. Hopefully, your battery doesn't drain if you're listening on your headphones trying to go to sleep with your phone on. Make sure it's charged in. Sometimes, you know, you get it in there, but it's not quite uh, charging right. And that's also what she said. So, uh, good night. Got it. <laughs> 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 <laughs>